Yo, I'm not gonna lie. That uh, Quavo without you song, that shit go crazy, man. That shit emotional, man. <laughs> it's a good song too. I be playing that shit all the time. <laughs> Bro, I know you need to stop playing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I be playing it a decent amount. I just like the song. It's emotional as hell, but like the uh, sample and the beat kind of go hard. I can't listen to that shit. He talking. He's talking about too much emotions, man. Too many emotions. Yeah. Man, I can't that, when I first heard that, I was like, God damn, this shit is getting to me, man. <laughs> Did you see the video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that nigga just smoking, nodding back and forth <laughs> with the uh, what do you got now? The goatee? He got a goatee and shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh hell no, nah, bro. That nigga gonna do it for real. <laughs> <laughs> you know that nigga grew that shit on purpose. He's like, All right, make sure, they, make sure they see the goatee. <laughs> see, I ain't been tending to my facial hair, man. <laughs> Yo, I ain't never seen me with this shit. But that shit go hard, man. I, I really like that song. I don't know. I'm probably gonna do need to stop playing it though. <laughs> yeah, what's the name? Uh, I was saying, man. They what if they replaced the. Uh, what if they replace Takeoff with Rich the Kid and Amigos? Hell fucking no. Hell, I hate Rich the Kid, bro. That, that's one nigga I don't think I'll ever <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Like, and he be getting, it's like he secretly runs hip hop. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't really like his rapping like that. I heard uh, I fuck with this one song he got with the baby called uh, "Sick." That shit go crazy. Like I, I thought, I think I just caught up with his music uh, like a month or two ago, and he got oh, some okay. light shit, bro. I might need to give him another chance because I can never. I don't know what it, I think it's his voice that just be like, ah, I'm straight. No. What you been on though? Shit, not on nothing, man. Watched the games yesterday. That shit was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that last game, bro, I was ready to cut on some TV and shit. <laughs> man, he's like, fuck that. Oh, man. I don't know if we're going to talk about it on the pod, but that was the same. Chargers need to be, uh, what do you call that shit when, when soccer teams get kicked out of the league for a year? <laughs> like, what, was it deregulated or yeah, some shit? Some, whatever <laughs> that shit is called, they need to be. Because <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. But that's just consistent, man. That nigga, they, they got to fire, bro. This is getting oh, yeah, ridiculous. He out of there, he out of there he bro. Should, <laughs> he should have been fired. I'm, I'm surprised he's, uh, they haven't said shit now. <laughs> yeah. I had a, um, not a vendetta against him, but he consistently does the dumbest shit, like, year after year. And he just keep getting away with it. So, if he get away with this year, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck he got on him. <laughs> yeah, he on that Marvin Lewis shit if he stay. <laughs> Something's up. Played his starters in the last game of the season, got his number two receiver hurt. And it's just like, what are you what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like this shit is dumb as fuck, bro. And then they were up 27 to 0, bro. And they rushed like what eight more times after that? <laughs> that nigga was fooling, man. Duh. Yeah, I hate to see it, man. Herbert skating by. Nobody really gives a fuck. <laughs> this yeah. nigga just stay losing. Nah, he didn't have that good of a game yesterday. But it wasn't like horrible where niggas like if T Law would have went out like he went out in the first half, niggas would have been on his head. Bruh, it would have been a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I ain't never seen no nigga throw four. <laughs> uh, 
That shit was ridiculous. And it was early, too. It was like 12 minutes late, uh, re- left in the uh, second when he threw his fourth one. I was just like, yo, <laughs> this nigga is fucking ridiculous, bro. He might never bounce back from this. Yeah. This nigga wound up and won. That shit is... Hey, man. He's a prince that was promised. <sighs> man. Yeah, that's why Nick... That's why I was asking motherfuckers, is Bryce Young, like, on that level? Like, would you say Bryce Young is the Trevor Lawrence of this draft? Is is he that good? I haven't watched that much of him. It's hard to say because I, I feel weird about small quarterbacks. Like, you see what's, what Kyler be on. Russ is like the mm. anom- anomaly. Uh, Russ is pretty good and was able to make the most out of what he had. But you don't really see too many small quarterbacks, like, killing like that. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of one that in the league right now. Other than Russ and Kyler, I can't think of anything. What, how was uh, Brett Favre short? How tall? Nah, was he? I think Brett Favre pretty. Uh, oh, okay. like maybe six one, six two. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah, he's six two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's my only fear about Bryce. The thing about uh, Trevor was that nigga was yeah. like touted to be like one of the best the best draft picks ever because that nigga didn't won on every level like he won when he was in Clemson he was like I think he mm. won every year when he was in high school or some shit uh, so I don't know if Bryce is on that level but Bryce is cold man that's what I'm thinking man because I if I would I fuck with Justin and I feel like we should keep him but if you can get a generational like generational quarterback I'm not mad at trading Justin. Nah, I can't do it, it really, there's no reason to not at least listen. I can't do it. You can't not trade even, him? Not even if it's generational? We don't know if he's generational. And that's the thing. That has to factor into to what are you, we do. Are here. you above listening? What are we listening to? It would be Justin offers. Right? Yeah. What are we going to get for Justin? Play, player to player trades don't really, we don't really get that much. We're going to get a draft pick, one or two if, draft picks. If we're not giving up the one and we can trade Justin and get some, get at least get some decent compensation in return, I, I don't know. I feel like you have to listen. That's not, that's not smart to me. We said not, we, we said the top clock back. The only good thing is we restarting the clock with our quarterback contract, which means mm-hmm. we don't have to pay him. Uh, for three or four years, yeah, that's the only good thing in my opinion. Just when you find out you have a a great quarterback that c- could be generational if you put pieces around him, you keep him, bro. You don't you don't keep playing this. Oh well, we hope he looks. I mean, we hope he works out. I don't think just they have to openly. Know. I don't think they have to openly do it, but I think they should listen to phone calls about it. You can listen to it. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make sense, I guess, to at least somewhat engage in what team might value him at an offer. Especially if it means they could get a decent draft pick. I mean, you can listen all you want. Of course I'm not gonna say turn down four four uh draft picks or something for Justin. Mm. If you can get some shit that's like ridiculous that you just fleece in the team, yes, all right, cool. I, I love Justin to death, but I mean, I can't. Well, okay. About the team what if more. it's what if it's not yeah. even they're fleecing another team? No. We're able to you're able to get something that helps advance us from where we are now. Even what, what if would that, like, what would that look like? Um uh DeAndre Hopkins. Just just throw an example out there. 
one one to one. No, no, no. Um, no. It had to be a draft pick attached. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm not. I'm not trading him one for one for uh, hot. There's, there's gonna have to be some picks, or it's some. Uh, there's gonna be other stuff in there, but one player for another player who you know we have who will fill one of our big gaps right now and in a really major way. That's kind of under contract for at least I want to say. If you can catch him with three years left on the deal, I feel like mm. that helps a lot. My thing is, uh, we're not one or two players away. We're not, but it helps advance you. It helps get you there faster, especially if you can. St- if you don't have to, but it, but it doesn't though, because our quarterback would be a rookie, and we have to give him time, just like we have to give any quarterback time. If yeah. if we given if we yeah. in a Joe Burrow situation where you got a Jamar Chase, where you got you know you 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 putting the pieces around him and shit like that. Well, I think with free agency and what they have, it helps. It helps to do that. Like you don't need him to be a complete. You don't need him to really. Hopefully, need him to take over games. If you get who you think is a good quarterback and actually have him around good pieces, kind of like Joe Burrow had that year, it'll go somewhere. I, I, I do be forgetting they got all that cash. They got a, a shit ton of cash. Yeah. But so, you you still have to have players who want to come here. I think if it's true, I think with uh, the right quarterback and showing a trade, it helps. It makes it more. It makes it more enticing and more of incentive than niggas who just are looking for the most money in free agency and gonna go somewhere. I don't know if I, you if you trade for a big receiver again, like I said, just hypothetical. Say say CD Lamb want a new contract. I'm not saying CD Lamb is the answer. At all, but mm. just hypothetically, CD Lamb want a new contract. Cowboys don't want to do it to him. They do CD for Fields and whatever other compensation is trickling in there. No, I, <laughs> I, I will actually text them back. Mm-hmm. Hell no. <laughs> I, and again, not not CD specifically, but it's yeah, yeah. You could get it's some it's some shit out there that I think can help get them to a different position. So they got to at least listen. I don't know, bro. Like we, I, I think we we do the, especially in Chicago, we do this shit all the time. Well, we'll have something good and then just be like, nah, let's move on. Let's try to get the better thing, and it fucks us. And I, I feel like Bryce Young might may be good. He may turn out to be good, but he's a small quarterback, and I don't trust small quarterbacks. I mean, I don't, but I don't think that's really what we're doing though. We're just looking at the situation as we have options. And it's we good do, to have but options. I feel like the best yeah. option is to trade that first. We're gonna get multiple oh, picks and probably a player. That, they're most likely gonna trade that first anyway. I mean, I guess if they need to go get, if they want to flip it, fine. But I think if they can, they're gonna flip that pick to fill more gaps. So if you can use Justin Fields to fill fill another gap, I'm okay with that's basically like a second one. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm okay not. Justin is general. Justin is is has the potential to be generational. Yeah, he was 67 yards potential. away from the all-time rushing record, and he missed like what four games, five games. Yeah, but some, we're still going to say we're talking about quarterbacks. Like it's, I understand, but I just, I, we have up. Op- it's good to explore your options. Good to use your options. I don't. No, I don't think we're just. I don't think we're really looking to move on. But it's. It's not not smart to use your options and use your leverage. I, and the leverage we right have now. is the draft pick, bro. That's what I'm saying. We it's we have both. Justin Fields and the draft pick are leverage. If somebody is actually willing to come up and give a strong offer for Justin Fields, 
And I hope not, but I feel like right now Justin's stock is at the highest. I hope that's not going to be his highest, but it could be. I guess uh, so. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see. But I don't know, man. Because, yeah, they get him for another year before they have to decide if they want to pick up his fifth. fifth. yeah. So that's why his stock for us is it'll never be higher than this. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm I'm not – if somebody throws something crazy, like, I'm not so attached to Justin where I'm like, hey, like, we can't trade him all, at all. But I'm not about to be stupid. And get rid of somebody who who's gonna go on another team and start fucking murdering niggas. Like you see it in you see it yeah. in all, how all the players talk about him every time they play him. They like this nigga is special, bro. The only people talking about oh he can't throw and all this shit is the people outside of the game and shit like that. That don't don't really know the game. I mean, so obviously some of them do, but it's just like the players. They like, hey, bro, like this nigga. It's special. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. be something. And yeah. when you got players like that, you I don't know if you let them go, even for like trades that you feel like gonna put them in a better position. Like you stick with those players. So nah, I feel, I feel like they flip them often. So we'll see. The Bears flip them, but I mean, look at all the teams that they had success. The teams that just stayed with their quarterback, bro. And not like, oh, Aaron Rodgers got potential. Let's trade him. We got Brett Favre. Uh, you, let's get off heads. Like it's just like they, keep your what's they probably should have they probably should have done that though. What moved off traded Brett Favre? Oh no, I'm talking about trading Aaron Rodgers because I mean they had Brett Favre or some shit. I'm saying trading players with potential before they allowed them to reach that potential. Oh well, no, that's different. He hadn't he hadn't even played yet though, mm-hmm. so that was. But so I don't know. My bad. I'm drinking this water, man. I'm on a new shit. Hydrating, man. Trying hey. to get right. You know. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I'm trying to do this dry January shit. It's going right so far, man. Can't complain. Hey, we, yeah, we should we should talk about that because I feel like I keep having conversations about dry January. Oh, but yeah. What, what what's the conversation about? Because all right, so for me is I don't know if I'll ever do dry January, and yeah. I think. Because I don't see myself ever wanting to limit my drinking for the year. I feel like I I don't because I feel like doing something for a month, you gotta at least push to do it for the rest of the year. If you're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna do something consistently for one month. And then just go back to a regular for the rest of the year. It's like, it's what's the point? But well, it, people are telling me it's a lot of detoxing with it, and you feel better for that one month. Yeah, and it's it's not just the one month. Well, at least in my case, I know I'm I'm trying to decrease my alcohol intakes uh, significantly because I just don't have fun no more drinking, and uh, mm-hmm. and. It is. I mean, if you look at the benefits with doing it for one month, it it can reset a lot of shit. And I think it's more of a willpower thing. Like some people, like in I know me, it hasn't been many weekends since I turned twenty one that I haven't drunk. I could probably mm-hmm. count them on a set of like five or six hands. And so Man. for me to take, um. You know, you said, wait. You said drunk or been drunk? 
drink drunk any type of liquor. Oh, okay. Like right. a, a weekend, a whole weekend where I didn't I haven't did uh drunk like one cup of liquor. It's probably right. been maybe mm-hmm. less than thirty weekends out of the I'm, I'm what thirty one now, so ten years. So for me to go four weeks straight and not drink anything, it's showing first of all, showing myself that I can do it if I decide not to drink ever again. And you know, it's just re- resetting things. Like I feel better. I feel like I had better sleep. Uh workout schedules what's the name? Because I think uh back on schedule. I think the main thing that happens when I drink is that I don't feel like going to work out in the morning. Mm. And so that that that's what fucked me up. Um, but I, I I don't know. It's been helping me out. Um, I'm thinking about doing three three maybe four months. I think the first weekend I do it is probably be, uh, maybe my sister's graduation or a Memorial Day. So. Damn. Okay. See that I can understand. I, okay. I just can't understand the niggas that do dry January and then as soon as February hit, they just get blasted. It's yeah. like, I, well, did like, that I, one I, month really help you out that much? It really it can though because if you if you think about it if you go a month without drinking say you were drinking and you were getting drunk like actually drunk I don't know two weekends out of a month say you do dry January and then you cut that down to maybe once every two months that's a positive impact mm-hmm. like you're not yes yes you're going to continue to drink but at least for myself somewhat that i found that after not doing after not drinking for an extended period of time the amount that i consume when i do consume is significantly less than it was before yeah yeah and that and that's also uh an intentional thing you know what i'm saying mm, no nah. it, it just kind of happens like I, I, in my I mind, it wasn't, that. it wasn't. I'm gonna take off a month because I know it's gonna help. It just, I did the month, and then it's just like the desire, I guess, kind of subsided a little bit. So it was just a positive effect that came from doing it. It wasn't necessarily intentional, though. Oh, okay. For me, I feel like after a month, I don't know if it's just like. You're automatically doing it. I feel like most people just go to regular. It might not be as much, but it's still regular. You know, you know. I mean, I guess shit. it also depends on what's your regular drinking amount, mm. right? So if you were doing three days and now you do one, like I think you can, as long as you. Well, I mean, I guess one thirty days off is still better than thirty days on. Um, but however you choose to update your drinking patterns afterwards i think it's fine yeah it's like for me it's like going to the gym once you make that commitment and get that first week out the way or get that second week out the way once you start to rack up them weeks even if it's three or four you Mm. you got momentum going so this momentum can carry over like if you choose not to keep going to the gym in february and what's the name hopefully you hit the gym a couple times more or it you know it creeps into becoming more of a routine for you. But if not, then, I mean, you just showing yourself that you can do it. And I think that starting off the year, just clearing your mind, clearing your, your body and all that stuff is good for some people, man. It allows them to, you know, maybe sometimes it's not always going to catch on. It's February. You might go back and you might be getting blasted every weekend. 
but it all it takes is that one time for it to catch on, and you'd be like, "Hey, man, I'm, I think I'm done with drinking this shit." So, I just, uh, it is yeah, something. Yeah, it's yeah. something a little icky about everybody just for one month. They'd be like, "I ain't drinking, <laughs> only this water." <laughs> and then once it's done, it's like, "Ooh, got that over with." Didn't yeah. think I was gonna make it. It seemed like a prison sentence to me. Like you just yeah. <laughs> you putting yourself in a middle it's, prison. It's but I understand you doing it, but you got a lot. Of, you got you doing some smoke and mirror. You know, you're doing jazz hands like the WB Frog when you do dry January. Yeah, I'm I mess with if people carry it on though. Do it in you gotta do it in like May. Do it do it in a random month. Yeah, see, I don't understand what y'all talking about on that. <laughs> like if you take a month off, you're gonna take a month off. Like if you go back to drinking or smoking, like I mean, it's been times where y'all told yourselves, hey, I'm not gonna drink this month, or I'm not gonna smoke this month, or I'm not gonna do this, and y'all go right back to doing it. So it's the same thing. I mean, yes, it, yes, but dry January is like when everybody claims they're going to the gym, like at the top of the year. So y'all don't like it because it's a you feel like it's a fad. That's what it is. That's the only. It's I don't really. Dis, I wouldn't say dislike. It's just a little ick. Okay, I, I, I don't. Dis, I understand. That. I, I I just feel like things got to continue. That's see. I don't. That's uh, uh, I, I, mean, I mean, but no, I don't feel that way. Yeah, because I, I mean, if. You, Say you were to stop drinking and smoking. You've done that before for a month, right? Mm-hmm. Or you gave yourself uh, a certain uh, amount of time period, and then you went back to it. So it's just the same thing. Yeah, but I, I don't. I think for me, I don't believe in doing that anymore. I feel no. like if I'm gonna do something for a month, it, it has to be something that I want to keep continuing doing. Okay. Because uh, I feel like if I just do it for a month, it's I, what was the point of me doing it? I mean, but the the month of not doing it still puts you in a better place physically than a month of doing it. And that's why I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if one month can do that. Oh, if, if you, I, no, I feel I'm, like it takes multiple months to build like a, a good habit. No, but what if you're but not trying to make personal. it? What if you're Some not people, trying to make it a habit? You're just trying to do something better for you physically. And I don't know if one month is doing really that much for you physically. Oh, if, if if you're cutting out drinking, if you're cutting out drinking, thirty days of not drinking can do a lot for your yeah for your body. Well, okay, and I think that's what I need to know. Like, what is it doing for you in that month that can make your body better for the long run? Oh, it's, it's not, resetting no, no, no. It's resetting a lot yeah. of shit. And now it doesn't necessarily have to be for the long run. It can just be for to at least give you a better starting point to building things. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be something that's for long term it's like a diet people do diets people don't live diets they do diets for their period of time then they go back to living regular yeah I don't know and and that's a little confusing to me too what diets well just I don't know like I feel like if I wanted to change my eating habits and it's for the better nigga you don't understand diets What I'm saying is, if you, I don't, I don't see the point of dieting and then going back to regular eating. Because I thought if you wanted to, well, say you wanted to do a diet. All right, maybe I'm confusing diets with just eating better. Period. So a diet, people are just doing that to lose weight for the for a certain time and then just gain it right back by eating regular. It's kind of crazy. I think it's is because it's if you're doing dieting correctly, it's like how I said it is like it's okay you go extreme for this time period where you cutting on all this shit then you have your mental focus right and your body kind of resets right to where you can 
adjust it accordingly. Like you don't have to, it's not dieting and then just eating McDonald's every day. It's like, now you are able to see, Hey, I can live without this today. So if I have it once or twice throughout the week or once every month or whatever, it's not fucking me up that bad. Also dieting correct. Dieting correctly will help you become more aware of what it is that you do eat. They build in habits. Not, I don't want to say necessarily habits. Like I'll, I've dieted before. Like even when I do regular shit now, I'm not necessarily dieting. But if I'm saying if I can, if I can not do red meat, if I still eat a burger, I'll still eat sausage pizza. But if I can cut out red meat in all other areas that I can, and maybe replace it with something plant based, I know that's more. That's more that's better for my body and more beneficial. I'm still doing it and partaking in it, but I've significantly decreased the amount of consumption and replaced it with something that's technically supposed to be better for me. And that's going to help you in the long run because now going forward, you've limited your red meat intake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That I can get behind. I can but I guess shit that instills habits that you take forward for the rest of your life. I mean, that's the same thing with Dodge anyway. Yeah. No, but I, no, it, it, it is, it's, yeah, it is people, the same because like I was saying, if you drink less, you're, that's kind of the same, I guess the equal. Parallel. It's just showing yourself. You can, you can go a weekend without drinking. You can go multiple weekends without drinking. Mm. I mean, if you choose to go back to straight drinking, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. on you. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what was the point if you was just going, to you know, go, yeah. I mean, not drink for a month and then go straight back to binge drinking every week. Yeah. I mean, it was sometimes you just want the reset or you want to know you can do it. It doesn't always have to make it doesn't have to. One thing doesn't have to equal the other. I for guess. Sure. And I, I'm not mad it. at people that's that go straight back into drinking right. because I mean, I didn't did it once. Like last year, I did it for three months where I, I think I went to March 17th or something like that or two and a half months. And, you know, I was straight. And then I went back to drinking after that. Um, I mean, sometimes I didn't make it through dry January or whatever. But this this time, like I said, as I'm at the point now where I don't have fun drinking uh, a lot anymore. Like that feeling that you have when you're drunk. I don't get that feeling a lot. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I just need to slow down and just not like it's just like doing it for nothing. You're getting all these empty calories. And all this shit for nothing. Waking up with a headache and then you eating shit you're not supposed to be eating for nothing. I didn't have fun last night. You see what I'm saying? For me, it's it's, it's turned into the after effect. Like the morning after, like you were saying. Like there's just that headache. It really be there. Mm. So, I mean, I I feel like now I'm in a better place where I don't even have to. Like I'm not even drinking that aggressively like that. Like it's easy to just be out and have two drinks and be like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, see, I haven't got to the point where I can go out and, and shit like that. Like the last couple of weeks, I I didn't been in the crib, just kind of like chilling, watching movies and uh, doing shit. Like, and Damn, so, you really avoiding that lick? No, nah, it just really hasn't been going on the no, no, uh, past couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I hopefully I last. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm planning on doing it for a couple months until I feel like it's an event worth going out. And I had a talk with my uncle. He said something good. Um. He was just talking about like working out and how he approaches it and stuff like that. And he said, sometimes people make it so task based that as soon as they fuck up or as soon as they do something that they wasn't trying to do, like say you on a diet and you eat something 
that they so focus on like the overall task that as soon as they do something that they wasn't supposed to do, that they forget about the the goal. Like he said, he didn't ran. Listen to Uncle that didn't ran marathons and did all that shit. Uh, he he'll work out and if he misses a day and goes out drinking with his friends, it's fine. Like I'm still going towards the goal. I just gave myself a little break, and I think that's how I am. Like sometimes when I when I fuck up, I'll be like, all right, well, fuck it then. Instead of just getting mm-hmm. hopping right back on the train, mm-hmm. so no, that's real. That's real. Yeah. So I that this year I'm I'm trying to do more of that. Like, fuck all that. Like worrying about if I mess up once or if I want to go out and hang out and drink. Like if I was to do that this month, I would just go straight back into trying to not drink the rest of the month. Instead of being discouraged about it, like oh man, I couldn't even make it through that. I'm like no, just. Keep going. So, uh, yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch podcast. It's your boy, Boos Mancino. And, uh, no, no, what's the name today? Um, no intro today, but man, we here. Uh, why do anytime I say we here, uh, like the, the feeling to say we queer comes right after that? Why are you asking us this? <laughs> you know like certain phrases just go after each other we hear we quit get over it I'm, like that's like a phrase bro when, when, <laughs> where is that a phrase <laughs> no, that, was, that was an actual phrase bro where boys town <laughs> no y'all don't remember we hear we queer get over it no bro that was like the og the og gay saying bro Damn! What year was this? Maybe ninety four. This is now that's now now that's in your search history. So you got to be pissed. Hey man, yeah, it is an LGBT slogan, man. Salute. Yeah, salute, salute to all the gay homies, bro. Uh, we got my nigga Don in the building. Yo, it's your boy Donnie. Dude, we actually like stumbled upon something because I'm looking at these other LGBT slogans and they're just. Random freaky shit. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> Where'd you find a list of gay slogans, bro? <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. Oh, one of it, uh, one of them is "Sorry, girls, I suck dick." All right, all right. Oh, okay. oh, right. <laughs> that's that's not a slogan. That's <laughs> <laughs> a slogan. It's, a, it's on the same list as the queer one. That's mm. not really a slogan. That's. Okay, it's not something you would yell out in a, a man would yell out in a bar with a woman trying to hit on him. <laughs> Sorry, girls. See, you ain't even have to use that voice. You ain't. You ain't even have to use that voice. Good. Uh, we got my nigga C's in the building. Hey man, uh, we here. I done had a week, so I'm, mm. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about some things. This shit was. I got some. Y'all gonna get some laughs from me. I, I promise that. Y'all gonna get some laughs from me. Seven days. Hey man, what what's been going on, man? Man, this shit started on Tuesday. I ain't even gonna hold you. Tuesday morning. I'm I'm gonna try to make it quick. Tuesday morning, I wake up, check my emails like I always do, get a whole bunch of spam, try to delete it all. Y'all know the drill. Mm-hmm. I see a PayPal that said something for $439. Mm. I'm like, I don't even use PayPal. Like, why the fuck I get this? I try to be thorough. I went through phishing trainings at work. I checked the email address, said something at PayPal. I'm like, okay, looks like that passed, but let me not really fold for it. Type PayPal into my into the MacBook, into Google, go to my account. 
I see some $500 request from December. I'm like, I don't use PayPal. What is this doing here? Cancel that. But then I open it and I'm guessing this is where I went wrong. Cause it was like a note that said, if you believe you're become a victim of fraud, call this number. It was attached to the little 500 requests. I'm like, why would, who would put that? I thought it was PayPal. So I called the number. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Fam. I called the number. And it definitely sounded like some people who were just like in a room together. But I was like, these companies be outsourcing. Let me, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's been on for a long time. So long story short, I'm like, yeah, this is almost like almost a stack. So I'm like, this is how much it was. So like, okay, we're going to try to get that refunded to you. I was like, oh, okay. Um, So like, we're going to send it. We're going to just make sure we have a secure line to send it to you. We're going to make run send over 150. And then after that, we're going to send over the rest. I'm like, all right, whatever, I, I guess. I don't like it's part It's one of those things where it's like, I, I'm i not sure what's going on. Because if I just check, had the email I'm looking at, I'm like, this should spam, whatever. Mm. But when I go to the mm. account and I see the other transaction, I low-key get a little nervous. So I'm thinking I'm just being thorough with the shit. They say, oh, we accident- accidentally sent you 15000 <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and somehow, no, but somehow, like, I looked on my chase, and I somehow saw 15000 I don't know what kind of scam or magic they have, but it was there. So what? I was like, yes. And this I knew, this was one of the red first red flags. He was like, oh, um, I can get in trouble for work at this. Don't tell anybody. Keep this low. Basically oh, okay. verbatim. So I was like, "The fuck!" So he was like, "Okay, you in order to get to send it back to us, it would you have to pay like thirty percent on taxes because it was some big transfer." I'm confused, but I'm just listening to what he's saying. He's like, "So what I need you to do is, you can keep keep the money that you have. I need you to go return hours. So I need you to go to get cash from the bank, and then take it to a, a, a Bitcoin ATM deposit." And I was like, nigga, what? (laughs) All right, Hakeem. I'm getting up the phone. I was so confused and thrown off. I kept going with it. So I was like, nah, I understand. Let me talk to somebody else. (laughs) No, 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 no. It got to the point where I was talking to this dude. I was on the phone for at least two and a half hours. No, no. I I was so confused. I was like, I just got to go to Chase to ask this lady. So I went to Chase to ask to tell her. She's like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so long story short, I got off. I eventually got off the phone, but they kept, they were like, if you don't return, the, you're trying to run away with our money. You're trying to run away with our money. <laughs> you the Indian Hills on and low key, That was the shit that really got me upset. Like, I had been chill up until that point, but I started hollering after he said that. I was like, we're not going to do that. No, no. I don't know what's going on, but you're not about to start lying regardless. I noticed some bullshit. Oh my God. So I'm leaving. So he's like, they, call, they kept calling my phone. He was like, did you go to the bank? 
I was like, man, I'm not. I was like, man, I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. Like, I'm. I was like, I'm just gonna call PayPal for real. Like, I'm just gonna start a whole new dig just to make sure. Mm-hmm. He was like, you left the bank. You left the bank. We're gonna call the lawyers. He was like, you want us to freeze? He this this nigga was on the phone hollering. Do you want us to freeze your accounts? Do you want us to freeze your accounts? <laughs> what the they called me back like eight times. I hung up and they just kept calling back to back to back. That you ain't blocked their ass? Man, oh they eventually stopped, God. but that shit was nuts. And then we jumped to Thursday. Thursday meant work was slow. So I was like, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna stretch my legs, go for a little walk. Um, go for a little walk, you know what I'm saying? I might, you know, enjoy me a little midday joint, you know, you know, walk to the lake, get a little scenery, mm-hmm. hit Trader Joe's. You know, I was vibing. So I get back from Trader Joe's, you know, everything is settled in. I'm feeling good. Got some groceries. Look at my phone. And you know how like the iMessage will tell you like a maybe. Mm-hmm. So I see a text that's a maybe and it's from my manager. Mm-hmm. Like at work. And let me make sure I can find this. What did she say? It said, hey, Mike, uh, we would like to connect. Are you free now? This was 1129. So I'm like, what? So then I was like, why don't you just like message me on Zoom? So I look at Zoom and I have another message there talking about, hey, are you, we would like to speak with you. Are you free immediately? No, that's the worst one to get. Yeah, no, I don't like that. So, and and no, so she sent the text at 1129. They sent the Zoom at 1132. So I'm like, y'all, this shit must be urgent. Mm. So Mm -hmm. eventually, so I'm pressing, I'm running around trying to figure out what they want me to do. I'm trying to sober up. Eventually, I sit down and I answer. She's like, "Oh, it's not that. It's not bad. It's not bad." So it, it, that was kind of a weight off my shoulder. But at the same time, I was extremely upset. Like, man, y'all didn't have to do all this. Yeah, no, that's that's scary, especially the text message. Nah, come on, man. The text is what really set it off. Yeah, because you don't you don't you don't text unless like you feel like you you like they sent like a Zoom message like two hours ago. You never responded, or it's like extremely urgent. Like life or death type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one uh, similar to that because uh, we had to do project sheets to kind of write down what we've been working on and how we filled our time during working shit. And so it was during the holiday season, so like most of my we get paid for training. So if you like doing like online training, trying to upskill yourself and shit, you can put that on your skill sheet. So for like it was like four weeks straight, I was just doing nothing but training, just watching videos and shit. <laughs> And so my manager hit me up um, randomly middle of the day. It's like, hey, we we got to talk about your uh, your uh, project sheet. And bro, I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> but it ended up just being like, you got to scale it back a little bit. You can't have just a whole bunch of uh, training and shit. It wasn't like, no, we about to fire your ass type shit. It yeah, was yeah. Just like, yeah you that's why that's what I've learned. That's uh, I'm trying to uh, communicate with people differently. What you mean? I realized like. Hey, can we talk? Isn't someone's not gonna be open to talking when you leave with just hey, can we talk? Yeah, ah, that's the like you gotta give people thing. you have to give people some type of context as to what will be discussed or what the discussion or what a discussion could be about. Leaving that shit open ended just makes people I know it makes me just anxious, like what the fuck is really about to go on. Mm. Like even if you don't, if you know you didn't do anything, you just assume like they about to drop a ball or something on like he's about to be something mm-hmm. real heavy. Yeah. So giving that little little tidbit of information kind of makes it a little easier to to digest, I guess. 
No, that's facts. But hey, man, you made it through the you made it through the week, man. How you feeling? <laughs> Did you? Where's man. the 50k at, man? Yeah. <laughs> Just a talk. Uh, the, apparently, the 15k. This is the part that had me like. I was like, all right, this is really some bullshit. They was like, yeah, the 15 I was at the chase, and she was like, yeah, no, nah, did you move some um did you move something from one of your accounts? I was like, nah. She's like, that's all I'm seeing. I was like, oh, Yeah, you better check out no your way. accounts, bro. No, I, I, I changed uh I, I removed all my banking account from PayPal. I changed my login on Chase, changed my password on Chase. I did all that. <laughs> that nigga screaming OC. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we, you might be at the at the like starting point of a big ass scam, bro. They gonna they gonna get a documentary crew in that bitch. Damn, this nigga was yelling, "Do you want me to?" So I, I I really was trying to be extra thorough with this shit. So I just kept asking to talk to somebody else because dude was like, "You think you." And you think if we were scammers, we wouldn't have scammed you already? <laughs> Bro, you like, can't talk like that if man, you're a customer like, service rep. PayPal, why are you saying this to me? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the number if, one line of a scammer. If, yeah, I was like, like, if we could get your accounts, we would do it ourselves. We would not do this. And I was like, nah, this, this, this ain't right. So I was like, no, nah, I want to talk to somebody. I know what's getting on his nerves. So like, no, nah, I just want to talk to somebody else. He was like, no, no, you it's just me. I was like, how is it just you? I was like, let me just talk to somebody else. Um he said it's just me. <laughs> yeah, it's just so he was like, fine. If I let you talk to somebody else, what are you gonna say? And I was like, what? Oh hell no, bro. You should have <laughs> do right there. I was like, no, this was toward the end when I was like, hey, this is some bullshit. But I was like, why the fuck would I tell you that? He was like, I want to know. I want to know. No, because these niggas asked me, what are you gonna tell? The person, because I was like, y'all want me to go get fourteen thousand dollars in cash, and think they not go ask me like, what's up? So he's like, where are you gonna tell the teller? Don't tell them. Don't tell them what you're there for. He's like, tell me what you would say. I was like, what? <laughs> this sounds like a Brad Pitt movie. No, what's that? Colin Farrell movie was all the way up. Cause like, nah, this this they definitely on some shady ass shit trying to tell them, tell me what you're gonna say. When they had him rob that bank and had to tell him everything to say and shit, like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's exactly what this shit is. Hey, hey, whoever you are out there, don't do that shit again, man. You ain't gonna freeze one of our niggas' accounts. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no, but yelling, having knowing somebody's yelling, you want me to freeze your accounts when they can't freeze your accounts is insane. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's a wild shit. Oh man! No, but it, it's a dude on TikTok. He be he like uh, fights back versus them, and like he, I've seen him. Like yeah, he they talk the same way that they were talking on on the phone call with you to him, and he just like uh, yeah. But look around, like I guess he taps into their cameras and shit. So no, nah, glad you didn't get your shit. Uh, yeah, to man. It, man, yeah, man. Did, did it badly. <laughs> Definitely. So, uh, but other than that, everybody good. None of you straight, man. Yeah, everything's solid, man. Uh, so <laughs> we had that whole ass thing about uh, uh, dry January and nigga got drunk as fuck on Friday. No, shit. <laughs> so I probably gotta get, I gotta get like the people, man. But feeling, feeling a little bit better now, man. Yeah, I heard you had a Fifi on Friday, man. It was straight. Yeah, it was a solid time, man. Okay, got okay, to, okay. got to get the karaoke going. Oh shit, that's man. All, what's the, what's good. the go-to for you, man, for the karaoke? I'm trying to think of what I perform. I'll say some Craig David, man. Some Craig David. Seven, what? Yeah, seven days. Seven days. 
uh, fill me in. Okay. Uh, uh, booty man. Booty man. <laughs> the booty man. Booty man. Anything, anything from that first album for sure. Loki, a new song that came into my uh into my top three, bro. That silk. If you, I did a silk discography this weekend, mm. and that if you, man, if you want to show off all your vocal ranges, that's <laughs> that's the song you need to do, bro. I need to. Um, I know it's a little too early for it, but I can't wait to incorporate snooze into my karaoke discography. Snooze. That's a good one. Sister. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're going to get some crowd participation For sure For sure. Uh, but yeah man uh, Other than that man I'm straight uh, Like I said I haven't been really doing too much of nothing been Watching the games uh, Doing some discographies Getting up on some new music and shit man So can't complain bro I'm, I'm, I might uh, See besides against game You straight <laughs> uh yeah, no, I'm Prim Dixon. We had a little uh a nice a good day of fellowship on Saturday. Mm, you know, yeah, some you know good a good fellas day. That's always a good one. Yeah, mm. man. Chop it up with your nigga. You get some some hilarious ass laughs. Yeah. I, I think that um uh, from now on, anytime we all link up, we need to sing uh that nope. IRL song. The IRL Tyrese and uh Genuine song. Hell no. <laughs> that best man shit? Yeah. <laughs> What? How do you? What's the shit called? <laughs> the best man I can be, or whatever that shit is called. The best man I can be. I'll just need to take different uh verses and shit. That should be cool, bro. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, outside of that, man, anything else happened that we need to talk to before getting to these stories? We got a few stories going on, man. Uh, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm ready to. Chop it up. All right, man. Um, at first, I got. I, I wanted to address something that's been weighing heavy on my heart, man. Why they doing oh. gunner like this, bro? I, I mean, that's to be expected, though. That's not surprising. It shouldn't be surprising. It's not surprising, but I'm trying to compare it to somebody. Did somebody snitch on the wire? Did name it snitch on the wire? Mm. He did something that kind of made them excommunicate him. He he got robbed, something like that. He did something, and then it showed them like that he wasn't one of them, and then they kind of like pushed him to the left. Or I think they made him move or something. Yeah, they no, made he him. made him move. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was like everybody involved. Like you ain't built for this. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Okay, so for the people that don't know, Gunna, I mean everybody pretty much knows, but Gunna. Uh, agreed to a plea deal. They pretty much agreed that YSL was a gang. He had to say YSL was a gang and something else. Uh, but he said that he wasn't gonna testify against Thug in court. So he was released. Other YSL artists and affiliates were released as well for taking plea deals. I I feel like Thug is. I mean, not the uh, gonna. It's getting the worst end of all of this. Now, whether it's right or not, who's to say? Um, but I, I really don't feel like the, our culture is 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 moving right about this. Mm, if that I makes saw, sense. So I've seen a couple things. What what are like all the things that you're seeing? 
as far so, as people. I mean, I see the, I see, of course, like got it. He's saying, um, cause you know, uh, Gunner made his first post post prison and was like, uh, I'm never something about like never switching sides. Uh, long live the tw- long live my twin or I miss my I miss you twin or something like that. Talking about Key. God mm-hmm. said, "Don't post my, don't post my brother, and you not on." In uh, in so many words, said you not on this side and shit like that. Thug sister unfollow Gunner, uh, baby unfollow Gunner. Uh, mm-hmm. Dirk got the 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 shot in his song about Gunner saying, "What happened to Virgil? You probably told and shit like that." So I'm seeing all this, and I'm like, "Damn." damn. That's crazy. Gunner's a good guy too. Man. And, uh, that's my thing, bro. <laughs> but this isn't crazy, to be honest. This, I, I mean, honest, I'm, I'm this, not saying it's crazy. I'm just saying, is it right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. Are you saying it is? Uh, to some extent, I can I can say this is right. Explain. <laughs> I think we're look you're it's look being looked at from two different viewpoints. And I think that's kind of where the problem is. Like if for those individuals who are angry with Gunner, those aren't really the level headed uh they're not looking at it from a non-street perspective. If you're looking at this from a street perspective, you got out. They're gonna look at it as you got out you confirm this in order for you to get out, regardless of if it's true or if it's not true, you told. That's being viewed as you told. So for the niggas who are responding this way by saying, don't, you ain't keep it, basically, you ain't, you weren't thorough. Yeah, they're not wrong from their perspective. So I understand what their response is. For a regular everyday person, it really shouldn't be that same type of energy. You kind of understand what, especially if it, you look at it as if you weren't really up in it, they just got you circled it in, you got looped in, they did you dirty. Whereas from, I would think the street perspective is, you know what you were a part of when you reap the benefits of it. You get looped in, you just got to take what come with being looped into it. You can't throw niggas under the bus. And so I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I think that's one of the more unfortunate parts of it is that, him being it doesn't really seem like he's with that shit he he was part of that machine to push him to where he was i mean his talent had something to do with it too but the YSN umbrella allowed him to talk about and to have an image of things that maybe he wouldn't have had if he wasn't under that umbrella right now that that being said, when I say that it's something that's not right, I'm not talking about from the street perspective because I don't believe the street perspective is a right one. I don't think that like certain codes and shit that they live by shouldn't be things that we say, okay, that's that's right. Now, I know that these things leak into our perspective because we all can say we felt that Bobby not not snitching and not doing what he did so that him and Rowdy can get seven years instead of Rowdy getting like 20 or 30 years was honorable. Mm-hmm. So that leaked into regular life, but it just seems like for me in this situation, Thug not having nothing to do. And it's this obviously is impacted by bias too, because I, I, I like Gunner. Like Gunner's cool. Um, Gunner not having anything really to do with the situation, the serious situations. Why would he 
stay in jail for some shit that he didn't have take part of. So you feel like the the I guess the street artists who are saying this are wrong. Um, I'm just I I think the perspective is whack. I I feel like now it's a now it's caught up to where it's just like I can't associate with you because of what you did and my uh, allegiances to Thug and because you got to look at who's not going to fuck with Gunna pretty much everybody in the game is connected to Thug Drake Future Mm -hmm. everybody you can name is connected to Thug Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. leaves Gunna on the outside Mm -hmm. yeah and I don't know if that that's the end of his career or what, but it's just unfortunate that it was all tied to this because he would he wanted to get out of a situation that he didn't have anything to do with. And that's my point. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. And I feel like all these other artists, they're really, you know, they talking to Thug while he's in there and Thug probably is giving them his true like perspective on this. And now they're like, nah, we we done with I mean, them. I guess it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just those artists won't maybe work with them, but other artists will. That's a lot of niggas. Who, a lot of niggas. I'm trying to think who got who don't fuck with Thug that will fuck with Gunna. Like, no, nobody I can think of. <laughs> I can't think of anybody who who really don't fuck with Thug like that. I can't. Who who's Thug got like beef with? Like I would, I I don't see a reason that there couldn't be a potential, let's say, young thug Rick Ross song, or I'm sorry, Gunner 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 Ross. That's because Ross is a little bit older. He out of the street politics side of shit. Well, I guess that's my point. Like there, yes, yes, he's going to get potentially outed by other artists. We've seen artists get outed and survive anyway. I don't, I guess it's not to believe that he won't survive. But to this level where he's like ousted to where he can't work with a lot of, like, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to go to his last album and see who's featured on his last album that's gonna fuck with him. Future? Oh, no, no, don't do that. Well, yeah, and I guess that's the thing. Like, don't do yes, no, I'm, I mean, I agree some people won't, but I think he'll still be fine. Yeah, I'm looking at all his his features. His future, 21, Kodak, uh, Chloe will. <laughs> so he got Chloe working for him. Baby Future, G Herbo, Chris Brown, Young Blue, and Roddy Rich. He he right. might fuck around and get a Chris Brown, but Chris, you never know with Chris Brown. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it's just <laughs> I'm a, politics it, too. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just sad to me, bro. Because I feel like if he would have just came up in any other system, who knows? Maybe he wouldn't have got to the heights that he did. But it just seems like it's all it was all a trap in the end because he wasn't on that shit. It seems like, and he got caught up in some shit, and now he looks like a rat or a snitch. When I'm pretty sure all he wanted to do was be at the crib, bro. Why am I locked up for some shit that y'all was doing? That's a risk you you take. Do you feel like you're trying to find a reason to validate why he had to do what he did and why it should be accepted? Yes, because I would do the same thing, honestly. I don't I don't see a fault in that like I said on the first time we talked about it. I don't see a fault in getting myself out of some shit that I have nothing to do with. 
either y'all gonna say it or I'm gonna say it. Now, if I was really out here doing some foul shit with y'all, and I then I'm telling and I'm making it seem like y'all didn't did it, that's snitching to me. Or yeah. if it's like my family member and I don't have nothing to do with that and I don't, you know, I'm turning a blind eye to it and I'm not going to jail or nothing like that and my freedoms is not in jeopardy, then I'm, I'm not about to say nothing. Like, for what? I'm offering shit up for nothing. But I feel like that's what where the problem lies. That That is exactly where the problem that kind of lies. It's like you're all agreeing... I guess in a sense, they are coming from a perspective we all agreed. We know what this means. We are all agreeing that what comes with this, good and the bad. If we're all signing up to, and I get it, he's just the bigger name of the individuals who did it, but if we're all agreeing to this and then we turn around and use this card as if we were just sitting on this get-out-of-jail-free card the entire time, it's going to turn. it's going to upset people. And I understand because it's it's just kind of understandable. I would I would agree to that if it was something other than a record label. Like if Thug and them wasn't using the record label in the same breath as the gang that they were operating. If Gunna and shit was like and, and like I said, I may be wrong. Gunna may have been involved in the gang shit and who who knows for real. But it seems like Gunner was there to for to make money and to be under the YSL uh, umbrella. Yeah, but you can also lean into you can yelling YSL hits different when you know you got the coverage of a game. I, I was just about to ask that. Do do you think because their side is that he benefited from YSL being he a did? He did. Like yeah. I guess in a, to some extent he could have been YSL and he didn't have to. Uh, I guess openly claim YSL in his music. That was a choice. But being in the gang is not a is not a is not a crime. No, but I guess if you're still benefiting from the gang, you can't turn your back on the gang. Yeah, you riding with the gang. You and needed a, you you needed us, and we helped you, and now you saying fuck y'all. Yeah, like I'm not, it, I don't, I don't, I don't see it like that. I see it as I mean, that's y'all like, letting me take a fall. Y'all letting me take the fall of some bullshit I didn't have nothing to do with. It's not let you take the fall. It's just geez. I didn't spend eight years of my life, eight months of my life in prison for some stuff I had nothing to do with. Yeah, but you know you were a, a you were associated and affiliated with us in some regard. You're not innocent. Being associated with a gang again is not a is not a crime. So if I guess I don't understand what you if they feel like he benefited from the gang and now you're turning your back on the gang. I don't what's he signed to them. He signed to the record label. No, I'm talking about the, he benefited from the gang. For how? The, you, the gang. You, you said what? For them to for them to be pretty much is what he's saying is because YSL is an actual gang, it added something to Gunner. What was you, that? So, I a hundred percent would, I would, I don't, and I don't know this, but I would bet money there were times where if Gunna had a show, YSL gang members were in the building, and Gunna felt more protected and, more, and safer. I mean, you can say that about all all rappers though. If Rick Ross goes to a certain city, he's gonna hit up gang members. I don't think it's the same thing. 
because if I'm hitting you, if I'm hitting you up, yes, that's a favor, but I'm not really with y'all. If if I know y'all are coming in to protect me, which I'm sure they've done, you're benefiting from us. But that's not that's not a crime. It's not a we're not talking about the crime. We're talking about them saying he turned their his back on them. And mm. you're snitching because you benefited from us and now okay. you're I mean, trying to we're, say we're I saying but what you're saying is stuff that happens to every artist. Every artist has the label is going to set them up with people to protect them, whether it be a gang or not. Your distinction mm-hmm. is saying that YSL was a gang, which added a, a different element, which I don't think that it did. All it was was people that he grew up around and was affiliated with. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's Death Row, no matter if it's whoever you Death Row had niggas that roll with you. And went wherever you went. But I, I guess it's... It just makes sense on why if you helped, if you used, if you were allowed the opportunity for us to help you. For me to be upset that you're turning around and not, I guess in a sense, holding it down. Nah, you know, who, you know what we, you know what we do. You know who we are. You know what we're doing what we're standing for. It's, it's not like keep gonna probably wasn't surprised. And that you still are choosing to stand by us. I, I think that's how niggas crash out. And I think that gonna is the, is the quote unquote, the token square that is allowing them to, that they going at, because if you look at the people that pleaded out, thugs brother is one of them. So it's just like, why is Gunner taking all this heat? And like I well, said, I have bias because I, I, I fuck yeah. with Gunner. Yeah, it's it, just, yeah, I mean, the, the thing, thing is, it's not, he's not wrong. You can't say he was wrong for doing what he did. That's not the, I guess this shouldn't be the argument, but you have to understand why the people who are upset with him, why they more than likely rightfully do. No, I, yeah. I, I understand it, but my, I think my initial point was, that sometimes the uh, hip hop culture has been entangled with street culture. When I feel like that needs to be separated, and we need to think hip-hop. logical about the shit. That's not that's that's been hip hop from for a long time now. It's, it's not honestly. It's not going to separate. You need you need both in order for it to thrive. I don't know about that, but I think at this point it would be too hard to even separate it. I think it would be almost impossible, but I don't think you need it, though. I think you need it because, I mean, you you have to look at that type of genre. That type of rap is a genre in itself. It is. If you take that out, it's removing. It's removing it from it, because what are you? What is there to rap about? I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's other stuff to rap about, for sure. I mean, you got. Coles, you have Kanye's, you have Big Sean's, you have okay, but rappers you have, like that. You have to, but that's eliminating that type of rapper. There is that we know so many rappers who were in the streets and just maybe stumbled upon rap. It's already it's it's intertwined in their in how they're brought into the music. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's it's never gonna it's never gonna leave because all rap is doing, and that's why I hate when people say uh, we need to get rid of gangster rap. Because all rap is doing 
is reporting what's happening in the streets. It's not the chicken versus the egg type thing. It's not where as gangster rappers making more gangsters because that's not what's happening. It's rappers are reporting what's going on in the streets. And so that's been my whole problem with this whole court case in, in general is like they wrapping up a whole group of people because this is what they're doing. The Rico charge is to get as much evidence as they can to knock out thug. And so they were willing to take people and put them in jail to starve them out long enough where they were able to plead out and get more information on thug so they can have a more solid case against him. Yes. Not knowing that you take no, I don't care if you spend 14 days in prison. It's it's too much, bro. Especially for some shit you do. If you willing to let a nigga out after eight months, did they really do that that bad of shit to society? I don't think that's the point. You already, I mean, I guess you claimed what their point was. They're just they're playing a game. No, that that, that that's what I'm saying though. That, that that's adding to my point. It's just like, what did a nigga do that if you let him spend eight months in jail and let him out straight back out? What did those eight months do to him to change his behavior? Nothing. And that's my point. And so, wait, what do you mean? I'm saying that. They were willing to change. They were willing to affect all these people's lives just in order to get at the this. Yes. This shit is a sham. Yes, this whole this whole court case is a sham. Bro. And I'm not saying thug, maybe Thug was doing some bad things. I don't know anything about that situation until the, the facts come out. But that's not really a case thing. That's just the system. I mean, they're able to play the games and set these things up to 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 do this type of shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just think that I wish this had never came about because obviously as a, as a rap fan, as a music fan, I, I like thug and thug is a legend to me and gun is a legend to me. And I feel like this is unnecessarily creating beef and tension in a, in a, in a spot that it didn't need to. But why are they supposed to care? It's not, they're not trying to impact it, I guess. Like when you say it's unnecessarily, what do you? Who's unnecessarily doing it? Nobody. It, it just a situation in uh, itself. Yeah. Like if it just never came about, then niggas would be straight. But I mean, it happened. So my my main thing is the street shit. It's it, like if you look at the Gucci situation. I know y'all y'all seen the Gucci situation where. Um, I don't know if we talked about it, uh, but Big Big Scar from 1017 recently passed away from overdose. His funeral was last week. Um, uh, apparently Gucci sent twenty thousand dollars to pay for the funeral, and he gave it directly to the funeral home. His family disputes. Well, a couple people in his family were disputing that he paid for it, and was saying Gucci didn't give a shit. And then when Gucci's wife provided receipts. They were saying, oh, that 20000 or that 10000 only paid for some flowers. And the casket cost 15000 alone. And I'm like, what, what is going on here? He didn't have to pay for shit. He had to give y'all a dime. That's crazy. You know, well, that, I guess that's, an, that's a perfect example of the streets and hip hop coming together. It's it's because I thought about it, and for a normal job, you wouldn't expect that. No, <laughs> but no. but but in but in a situation with a record label, that is the expectation, and 
I kind of understand. I, I kind of understand feeling like the boss of this label is supposed to help take care of you. I see the angle, but I don't, I don't understand that. You don't understand why they wanted him to pay for something. No, no, I understand why they would, but I don't understand uh, holding somebody like to that fire. If they, if they do, then that's cool. Y'all made money together. I mean, you the label boss, so he made you some money. Um, yeah, so it'd be cool if you helped out with that. But I, you're not expected to. I think you are. I'm not saying rightfully so, but they're going to expect that. And that would be wrong. I see. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think that. Would, I don't I, want to expect that, man. I don't think so because you. Okay, you signed this person that we care about. You gave this person we care about opportunity. In return, this person made you a lot of money. This person was repping. I also you. gave them a lot of money. Well, well, you probably still made this person was repping you and what you stood for and was proud to be seen as standing next to you. Yes, yeah, so this I gave person, them opportunity. This person is a rap label opportunity is different than getting an opportunity at a job. Yes, because you go make way more money. Not not because you make way more money, but you it's like if you start a new job and every day you potentially are next to the CEO every day. It looks and it feels different from a regular work perspective. So I do understand, okay, this person was like, I don't, you don't go to work and like rep work. Like getting signed, if you're actively repping the label, you're standing, you're supporting the label, you're supporting the boss of the label. I can understand saying, okay, this person has died. They can no longer make money. They can no longer take care of the family. Hey, it would be cool if you just went ahead and contributed something just to show your appreciation. I can understand wanting someone who's, a, who's you know, who you know got it doing something to contribute to the loved one who spent their time and energy trying to help make them better in some regard. That makes sense to me. Your framing though of saying it, it would be cool is different from saying I expect you to. I guess I'm getting to the point how I can understand they would expect it. Like yeah, these no, I, niggas got on on the internet saying "fuck Gucci, Gucci blocked us," and did. that's 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 clown shit. Uh, I can't I can't agree. I can't say that. I understand it. I really do understand it, and that's why I guess I can't say it's clown shit. Yeah, I feel like he. I agree with you. I can understand why they would feel that way, but I, that doesn't make it right. Yeah, I feel like no, they, it, yeah. They, I'll say that they in the wrong, but I definitely can see how they could feel like yeah. They deserve something from yeah. We, you can't expect that from people. You really and and to have the expectation is you could say they're wrong for having the expectation, but I can thoroughly understand how they get to that point. Now the going on social media and doing all that, I guess, is a one of those last ditch efforts because I mean they can't call Gucci, so they have to use social media as a platform. He just happens to be that big of a name where it's going to gain traction. I'm sure if maybe they had a phone number, they could just call this nigga. But why would they have Gucci number? I mean, they they can get it. <laughs> Trust me, they can get it. But who gonna give it to him? Like, why? Who, who's gonna just give his cousin Gucci number? 
his cousin they were signed to him. I mean, his their brother or whoever he was was signed to. They have to have a contact within the record label. It's no way they don't have a contact. Like a like a guardian? Some person that they can talk to regarding what's going on with their brother. Or it's a son or whoever whoever was talking, whatever their relationship with the big scar was. It, it, they have a they have a contact. Direct My, contact with Gucci, I wouldn't think they do. That wouldn't make sense. All right. Well, my thing is, is okay. You can request or want whatever you want, but the uh, it's just like the whole public shit. And then the dad came out afterwards. He was like, "That shit didn't make sense. I don't know why they was doing that. It was just it was just lame and embarrassing." And it was a rumor out there saying Gucci wanted the chains back from him and shit like that. And I'm like, all right, this <laughs> is just goofiness, man. Nah, rest in peace. Yeah, the home, they didn't ru- ruining his putting dirt on his legacy no. after all that he did, all the work he didn't put in into the shit. No, so, they ain't put no dirt on the legacy. You think they put this put dirt on his legacy? Yes. <laughs> How so? You got your family on here doing corny shit the day after you die. Yeah, I don't think people gonna remember that. I mean, that's that's thinking. a lot of people talking more about this than Big Scar's music. <sighs> yeah, but I think that's just easy because this is messy and unless and you that's do the Big that's Scar the music. point. It's putting it's <laughs> adding dirt to the legacy. It's just like when you talk about Big Scar now you. Now we the first thing you remember is not the songs that he well, put no, out. No, no, no. It's this goofy shit that he was doing. I think that there were, at least for what I know, there are more people who maybe were unfamiliar with his music. So if this is your first introduction, of course you're gonna know more about this than the music. I don't know if that would necessarily taint the image of the music if they're unfamiliar. If anything, it might be give them a reason to go listen. Mm, to me, I, to me, I would say it like this: is if you know more about this than you know about the music, it's throwing dirt on it because it's adding this messy shit into it. So I don't know, uh, but I mean that that that's why I say it's a it's a thing about street shit and just real life shit. And I think that they starting to blend together so much that it's becoming harmful to our culture and shit like that. Like certain voices need to stick out. And just say right is right, wrong is wrong. And everything so can't the, be tied to music and street culture and shit like that. Okay, so in this situation of right is right and wrong is wrong, should Gucci have just sent offered to cover it immediately? Gucci paid immediately. Gucci Gucci wasn't forced to pay. Gucci paid immediately. They said they lied and said that he didn't pay because he paid straight to the funeral home. Oh, well. I guess yes, that's that's bad. Asking for okay, asking for the payment isn't bad. Asking for don't send it there, send it to us is bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree on that. Mm. that and, those are two different things, yeah. And then she got on saying well, the ten thousand you spent then they proved it was twenty thousand. It was like, well the casual was fifteen. So it's just goofiness nonstop. And then they, they had a, a music video at the, the funeral, which is it, hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Yeah, I can't be but, mad at that. 
But if Gucci sends you tw- if Gucci sent them niggas twenty thousand dollars, I can't help but wonder what that music video oh, would okay. look let's, like. Let's not do that. Let's let's not let's hey. not let's not let's 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 shoot some bail. Come on, let's not. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> How y'all oh. get them cameras? <laughs> no, so hey, R.I.P. Big Scar, but the, the family was wilding, bro. Yeah, they shouldn't. Have. You can't say you can't ask for it for cash instead of just helping for payment. Yeah, yeah so. that's ridiculous. That's 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 yeah that's very much out of pocket. Yeah, so I, it is what it is, man. Like I, I've been thinking about this for a while. Black people in our culture, I think at a certain point we got to start bringing shame back, bro. We so we so, we so into this mind state of like not wanting to be like a nut ass old head and like talking down to people that we forgot that we have to hold our people and ourselves to standards. We can't just do whatever the fuck in anything, bro. Certain times we have to say wrong is wrong, bro. And I don't know. I, I that's been on my when I see a lot of this shit. I'm like, have we got to the point where we can't just call out without being seen as a hater or a, a, a nut ass old head or whatever you want to call it? It's just like, can we just say that shit was wrong? So people in the future would be like, look at this, look at this situation, and be like, man, that shit was kind of that shit was kind of weak. All right. So what would your example be? Uh. I can't think of one off top. I mean, obviously, if we talk about this this type of situations, um, I was with the snitching and shit like that. Uh, it, the the example could be like, why would you crash out your life, bro? We can't we can't as black people live by street code of uh the no snitching. We can go all the way back to the camera. Uh-huh. If I if I had somebody next door to me that was killing people, I wouldn't snitch. Yeah, but I think there is a code within no snitching. That clarify that clears this up. Would you would you snitch if it was somebody killing next door to you? Yeah, that's not snitching. That that was my whole point though. He said he would not snitch. That's the, who said he would not snitch. Cameron. Oh, that yeah. No, I'm sorry. I mean, like generally, I've seen the discussion of if you're if you're not involved in whatever is going on. Like it's evolved to an extent of if you're not involved in what's going on, like you see something going on, you're supposed to call the police. Are you supposed to say something? The only time it's really snitching is are you involved in this or potentially benefiting it from it in some capacity? And then you choose to tell. If you just see some shit, that's not my yeah, my I think the main point was just like some of the goofy shit within the culture has to has to be outed and has to we have to come together and say look this is goofy like the like the Cameron shit Cameron is a legend Cameron is a rap legend but for him to say I would not tell if somebody next door to me was a serial killer is stupid yeah I don't I don't know I don't you said that so far that was so long ago that was I think even back then snitching was different snitching wasn't defined back then okay but we can we can still I mean, no matter what it was, we can still say as as this example, this is dumb. That's dumb. And it's a lot of people that live to that creed too, it, even to this day. Like no snitching, it is it's no nuance between behind it. It's no nothing. It's just like well, I'm uh, not working with the police. I guess that goes to what I was saying, where that wasn't really defined. I feel like there has been that definition of what counts what actually counts as snitching. I guess, and what it takes to fall under that umbrella, technically. 
Yeah, so I mean, if they have it, they have it. But if they, if it's that black and white, and if it's it's no nuance there, then we have to call that as goofy. So that's just one example. It's plenty of other ones, but that's one that I can think of. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. Um, what's something else that's been was going on, man? Uh, oh, I don't know if y'all been paying attention to this, but uh, y'all y'all seen this this. <laughs> This Chef Waymo story on Twitter. Chef Waymo, no. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so you, we we talked before how like Twitter used to be the Wild West, right? Mm. And um, you know, people would say all types of wild tweets and stuff like this. So it was this popular user on Twitter named Waymo. Uh, he's now he's like a a chef, like a influencer chef. And I guess he's been making videos and one of his videos popped up on Twitter now. And a user was like, wait, ain't this the dude who was saying all this shit about black women? Oh. And yeah, so they came, they got his old tweets and they, they pretty bad, bro. Mm. You know, like, especially towards like dark skinned women. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. I, I wish I had an example to pull up, but just saying like how he don't like dark skinned women and stuff like that. So my, I brought this up to say, uh, eventually like he was on the news out here. I guess he lives out here. He's a, a associate or assistant district attorney out here. Uh, and they ended up getting him fired from his chef gigs. Damn. Wait, I thought you said he was a district attorney. He's a district attorney, but he's also like, he like, is a chef influencer so he on the side he does like creative food work and chef gigs and yeah it's like partnerships of being a chef but he's mm-hmm. actually a district attorney out here um so they got him fired like some company he was working with dissolved their partnership and stuff like that my first question would be is it right to go after somebody's job for tweets uh, I I believe I'm at the point now. If if somebody tweeted some shit five years, ten years ago, I'm I'm not judging them off of it. And why? Why would that? Because because people can grow. I don't I don't know them personally, but I feel like people can change from five to ten years ago just because they tweeted some wild shit. That don't mean they feel or think that today. It could mean they still do, but it's not concrete. So I can't. I ain't gonna really judge nobody off of that. We we all said some shit and believed in some shit years ago that we definitely don't believe in now. That's true. So I ain't gonna really hold their feet to the fire. And I'm not trying to get them fired for some old ass shit. Nah. Yeah, his response was to those I've heard with my past tweets uh that have resurfaced. I am deeply sorry. That was a moment in my life where I was sick in more ways than one. Cooking saved me. <laughs> you have watched a flawed man heal. I will continue to heal and learn. Thanks for being along with the journey. That was his response to the tweets that came up. Alright, so that say, you can't say cooking saved me. <laughs> um thank you. Don't say you can't say you can't say talk about cooking saved me and heal and thank you for the journey. Like it it, it all just seems performative. Yeah, that, that that makes me feel like you feel the same way. <laughs> like you would make them tweets now, but you just on some uh, nah, I'm the saving face type shit. I don't like that response. But I it's, still, yeah, it seems. You know. Yeah, I don't necessarily. Not, yeah, I don't know if I agree. Unless I don't know, it's gonna be weird. Like unless you're somebody's being like extremely racist or some 
I don't know. I don't want to say being harmful. I guess you because yeah. I guess you what you were saying, what he was saying is being harmful, but I guess I don't want to look at his harm spectrum and be like it's on the lower tier, so it's cool, but I don't know. Calling people's jobs about certain tweets unless it's it's something that's like real dangerous. I don't know if that's ever called for. Yeah, so and that's my thing because I can't tell people what to be offended by and what not to be offended by. Um my thing is Yes, we call out behavior, like I just said. Shame needs to exist, where we shame people for doing things, and there needs to be consequences to things. But I think there are levels to consequence. Like, taking away something that somebody's been working for their whole life because they said something wrong when it was a different landscape, I don't know if that's that's right. Okay, this is a better question. Is there a time limit on... I guess on consequences for your actions. What do you mean? By that's that's like the biggest thing, right? So he could hypothetically, he could have tweeted this as whatever 10 years ago. Now he's a chef. He feels differently. He's moving differently. He's even actively, um, I, I don't know in his regular life. He's, he's interacting differently. You know, he's, opposite of how he was expressing himself in these tweets yet he has to be held accountable for the things that he said during that time this is just if he wasn't held he wasn't being held accountable during then where he had consequences at that moment is this just not delayed karma in some regard it is and so that's why i mean it's kind of hard for me to say like yeah some some shit hasn't happened i think sometimes within you it's you looking at your own your own shit because I think all of us can agree that it, it may have not been exactly what he's talking about. I don't I don't think I ever said no shit like that about like dark skinned women and shit like that. But I've said some rough shit on on Twitter and Facebook back in the day. So you're looking at yourself and it's like, damn, if niggas want to go back and if niggas had access to go back and see what I tweeted and mm-hmm. what I said the same shit that happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Would you, okay. Would you have a problem with that? If it didn't go to the extent of trying to get you fired, I would. Hey, if y'all ain't catch it back then, don't, don't come to me now. <laughs> I'm sorry. When it comes to tweets, you better hold me accountable in a moment. If it's if that shit from three years ago, man, get that bullshit out of here. I feel like it's easy though. Right? Like, if you're not really trying to get me fired, and I just got to be accountable for it. If I'm not even doing it anyway, if I'm moving like that, it's that should be easy to be accountable for. And then hopefully it just goes on. But yeah, I think the the limit is to getting fired. Like I have no problem well, yes. with you outing somebody and saying this this nigga look at this like coon or look at this motherfucker talking about dark skinned women or whatever you're talking about. I have no problem with you doing that. Cause you got to take that on the chin. Cause you said it and you have to be responsible for that. But if you get trying to get me fired from my job where my livelihood, whether I got kids, I like that's you taking food off my kids, like plates or whatever. That's where I like, all right, y'all, y'all need to kind of chill out. Like they had a rally in Houston where they got Quanell X to come out to a rally to protest this man. Quanell X. 
You don't know Quanell X? Quanell X be on like the news debating with like white people. <laughs> and I got tuned in with this dude. Yeah, bro, it's hilarious because <laughs> they they like uh, debate Black Lives Matters and then they give him like a timer and him and like a white person just go back and forth. But yeah, yeah they, I, go ahead. I I like I, I think we all agree that going after the job is that's you're crossing the line. Yeah, I, I feel like if you hold, if you want to hold me accountable, that's fine. But once I say, hey, this is old and I, I don't feel that way today, don't come back at me after that. Conversation's done. I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't, you don't need to send me no pamphlets of how I need to change after that, how, how fucked up all that shit was. Yeah, let me know what's fucked up. I'll tell you, hey, that's old. I don't feel that way. And leave it at that. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, I guess when you kind of phrase it like that, they're going to say you don't really, you're, you're not really caring. Or trying to. Yeah, I'll tell me, eat a dick. <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you don't believe me, all right, whatever. But I'm telling you, that's how that's how I feel. And you just continuing to say, oh, I don't believe you. All right, whatever. That's on you. Shut the mm. fuck up. Don't make me say it again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you got niggas digging up your old shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please don't. I haven't had a chance to clean all them. <laughs> no, I wiped my whole account clean, bro. It, and it, that, that's, that's the thing, bro. And it's just like, Yes, that's. I was lucky that I was able to do it, but it's like, what if I did? What if I couldn't? Niggas could mm. say all types of shit, and I feel like I've grown over the the last five, six, ten years. Yeah, I feel like most people do. You know, I mean, but this is a new problem that we're just like kind of the first wave of experiencing. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. all kind. Of, everybody's kind of learning on the go. Yeah. Like at, this should hopefully influence how people navigate and use social media and some, but it's, I'm certain the same things are going to continue to occur just in a different space with TikTok and all those type of things. Like, but we're like the first social media, I don't want to say generation, but we were, shit, we were in high school when Twitter first got popping for real, for real. So we are kind of that first wave of you have that digital footprint that you grew up on and you definitely probably grew as an adult past it but it's still there that it lingers a little bit of maybe some remnants of things you could potentially not be proud of yeah i I think we are like the first generation of social media as far as getting on social media as kids like i don't even i don't know if the generation above us you know they were adults once they got on social media so you know probably young adults but still we was on there at like 12, 13, Facebook, 11. Tag. Yeah. Tag. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's seventh grade. Six, and uh, I feel like even those are different because, like, Tag wasn't around for a decade. No. Like, this MySpace wasn't around for, like, well, maybe it was, but I don't think MySpace was around for a decade. Like, this Twitter is the first, like, it's been what, 10, 12 years? Yeah, it came 2009. I, I want to say mm-hmm. we started getting really heavy in 2009 around there. Yeah. So it's it's been around for a really long time. Like, I mean, yes, we do have Facebook, but Facebook is, is, is a wild west in itself. So those, those two were like itself in the digital footprint. But I, I don't think we've seen social media have this type of sustainability to the point where, you know, somebody can actually tap into what you said 10 years ago and find offense with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Uh, do what you want, but I just feel like all of us. The reason why I'll never come from somebody's job unless they just do some unforgivable shit, like some. Uh, I hate all niggas or something. Like, I don't know, like some shit you can't come back from, bro. <laughs> Like, if somebody tweeted that now, I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> we probably need to get this nigga fired, bro. <laughs> but that's but that's fine, because it's happening right then. Yeah. If, if you're going to face some uh, consequences, you know, yeah. I, I think that's cool. Yeah, but if somebody might argue that doing this about that is creating an environment where you know the consequences behind those actions mm-hmm. now. And so if we don't do that, then there's no precedent to trying to get people fired. I, I think doing it in the moment is setting the precedent that it, I don't think going back is needed if we're because we see people get fired all the time for what they're tweeting right now. I feel like that's enough to set a precedent of a hey, watch what you tweet right now. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that that should be enough to discourage you from saying some crazy ass shit. I don't think we have to go, you know, back years ago and then start canceling people from then. Or not canceling, you know, just get them fired. Okay, okay. Um Did y'all see Wiz said uh quitting weed doesn't have any effects? <laughs> no, that's that's not what he said. No, I mean he said more, but did y'all see the video when he said uh he said if you aren't doing anything when you were getting high, then you aren't gonna do anything when you stop getting high. Uh-huh. So quit if you quit for five years, come back and tell me what the changes were. Mm. You're not wrong. Wait, hold on, say that again. He said if you weren't doing anything when you were getting high, you're not gonna do it when you're not. Yeah, so he's talking to the people that think like you can stop smoking and become more productive. It was like dry January people who are like, Oh, I'm just not gonna drink for a while. It's like I'm just gonna stop. It's same same shit. I'm gonna stop smoking for X amount of time. Oh, okay, okay. And he was saying smoking for X amount of time isn't gonna change anything if you just naturally aren't doing whatever it is that you say you need to be doing by stopping smoking. If you really are trying, it's kind of how you think. Like if it, you mm-hmm. really trying to see what's to it, make that shit sustainable longer than a month, longer than half a year. Like well, really. I don't think he was aiming towards that though. Like the, the stint, I think he was just talking about the effects of quitting weed just in general. Oh, then he's not wrong. Yeah. Like he, he his main point was that people were saying that it's, it's one of the things that make you lazy. Like if you could, if you stop smoking weed, then you'll become more productive. Mm, okay. Yeah, I feel like that's different for every uh, different people. That's inaccurate. To be honest. All right. Explain both sides. I think it's inaccurate because it's all about how you use, right? Like if you you can drink, but I, well, it's not the right example. But if every time you drink, you get drunk, so you can't go to the gym you're misusing alcohol. If you have, you can have a beer and be like, oh shit, let me go to the gym. So if you're smoking a full blunt, let's say, and then you get stuck on the couch and you say, damn, I can't, I have to quit smoking because I can't do shit anytime I smoke. You are smoking too much. Maybe if you cut it back, you'll still have some of that productivity or you're smoking the wrong strain. You need a sativa instead of it. You need something that's going to keep you up during the daytime. It's more to it than I should just stop smoking to be more productive. So he's not wrong. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Cause I know that when I smoke, I'm not going to feel like doing anything. So I know the times when I do smoke and when I need to just chill so I can get stuff done. And you also know what smoking a certain amount will do to you versus a different amount. Yeah. Having that yeah. understanding is kind of key to managing and still being productive as a person, along with just wanting to be productive as a person. Yeah. Okay, so I you said it's a personal uh, accountability thing where you need to know your limits. You need to know what you have to do for the day and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 if it's something that can you, you're consuming that you know can affect you, you need to be aware of how much you need to, how much you can consume until it potentially impedes your, you know, your productivity to some regard. I feel like anytime I smoke, it it could be a little bit. It's a wrap for me. And that just might be because, uh, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a smoker. So maybe that's just, it's just something I don't need to be doing. Uh, well, it's, I mean, you start. It, that's definitely a part of it, but it's also could be what kind of weed you smoke in. Yeah. If you, if somebody just hands you some a, a blunt and it's some random indica and it's eleven in the afternoon, you gonna be a little. It's gonna feel a little heavy. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a interesting thing to think about. Uh, Kanye's married. Uh, married uh, Yeezy architect named Bianca Cesari. Well, any thoughts on this? Hey man, fake relationship no. back. We got another one. Hopefully, some music follow. You you still interested in the Kanye music? Yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever not be interested. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like he still makes solid. That's all I want from this nigga. Honestly, I don't want this nigga to ever talk again. But if you could drop some music, I, I'd appreciate it. I don't. I don't think we need. I don't even think we need to talk about that. I don't. I think this is one of those things where it's not important. It doesn't really matter. Who cares? Hey. This this is one of those things where you. If you don't talk about it, it keeps his name out of the public. It, it already had been low for a while. We don't need to find reasons to bring it up. At least we know this nigga not missing, bro. That's all I'm I'm interested in. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, they were saying that nigga was missing. I was, I was getting kind of concerned for a little If bit. you have money, though, you never really missing. Mm. You uh, just don't want to be found. Uh, Anything y'all want to talk about before we get into the rest of us? Um, this is gonna be weird. Did y'all hear about the Coppin State scandal? Coppin State sounds familiar. Is that shorty that was fucking the dudes? What? Am I off? Are you you thinking about the police thing? Police, yeah, that was yeah. Okay, okay, never mind, never mind. No. Um. (laughs) So Coppin State, there is, um. What's the best way to put it? A basketball player sued an assistant coach for uh, sexual assault and blackmail. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. This shit is wild. All right. Explain this. I haven't heard. So uh, let me try to. One of the players um, was blackmailed by one of the coaches because they thought they were talking to a woman on. I don't know how they I don't remember how they met exactly. They thought they were talking to a woman and the coach who was acting, I guess, like a woman convinced the player to send like photos and texts like you know sex you know kinky shit um so then the person eventually the assistant coach acting like a woman uh, said they were going to release the material if they didn't send over more salacious material so and in doing so i think they made that player do something sexual with another player oh 
eventually it got found out. And this is weird because their head coach is Juan Dixon. Oh, Lord. Shout out to Juan Dixon. It was one of my favorite basketball players back in the day. I know that's a positive spin to the story, but that's real shit. That nigga was in Maryland. He was killing. Yeah, he was was doing some shit. So this is... uh, All right, so it was... Okay, so these these are dudes. This is the basketball team? Yes, yes. Men's men's college basketball team. Lord, and the assist... Oh, my God. This is deep, bro. More ways than one. No. Okay. What? Come on. <laughs> but this is this is crazy. So how did this all come out? Uh, I think they eventually went to they had to eventually go to the police or something like that. I don't I don't remember the full details on how it came out, but it's been it's this happened a couple weeks ago. This story came out a couple weeks ago, sorry. Get control of your team, Juan. Yeah, it's it's a, it was another story like this where the the person uh, kind of coerced the victim into having sex with them. So, because they felt like they were being held in like in like ran- not ransom, but it was like blackmail type shit too. But they said the the person who was doing it convinced the victim that they both were being used for like uh you know some sexual type shit. So the only way to get out of it was to sleep with him. That honestly was that this? I think that might have been this. That was this. Yeah, that's what happened. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 might have been yeah. this. Like I think he yeah. came to him and was like, "Yeah, we both in this like scandal. Uh, I think the only way we can get out of it is to sleep together or some shit." Yeah, they want us to do something together, and then they won't say anything. That's what. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I've been like, "Nigga, we are going to the police." <laughs> 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 we are not. What the, what the first thing to go to your mind? Hey, let's do this. He was, he, he, was, he was concerned about trying to keep the scholarship. This, but yeah, no, nah, it was super nice. Yeah, oh. Super nice. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is wild. Oh, hey, so how are we gonna do this? You going <laughs> get the fuck about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's some sick niggas out here, man. <laughs> I'm reading this thing about Juan Dixon. So he was originally hired as the women's coach, and then they went three and twenty-five, and then they hired him as the men's coach. What? How the fuck <laughs> do you do that? Hey, man, y'all need to look into this university because clearly they <laughs> something's wrong, bro. They yeah, need that, a system change. That shit is crazy. Would y'all be cool if uh, a woman sent y'all a pre-date questionnaire? We're not doing this. I'm sorry. That I'm, I'm I'm good on the date. You you're already telling me enough about yourself. I was thinking about it though. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but to eliminate a lot of like wasted time and shit. Like you know how like some people, mostly cheap people, say they want to go out on a pre date to kind of see if they worth like taking them out to a date. There's no such mm-hmm. thing as a pre date. That exactly. But I'm saying mostly cheap people say like, hey, let's just go grab some coffee real fast and talk and then then I can see if I want to take you out and spend a whole bunch not a whole bunch but how much ever you want to spend on them on the first day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said a questionnaire where you say hey you just put on the list hey you got kids you got such and such you can read down the answers and then say oh okay they meet my qualifications <laughs> would, if somebody sent you that would Hell you be cool with it 
Mm. Hell fucking no. I'm not filling out no goddamn questionnaire waiting my approval status. <laughs> Get the uh, fuck out of here. <laughs> Man, people moving wild out here, boy. The only reason I say I wouldn't do it is because a questionnaire removes the air opportunity for context. Ooh. What if they it's gave true. you a context, a context box? <laughs> you fill out. Okay, then that, that's too. That's Explain. Too, that's too vigorous for me. But it do it do it for the general impact. It does remove the opportunity for con. Uh, for that. Yeah. No. So I guess because yeah, like oh, maybe man. if I just had to put yes or no on something, like I can't provide <laughs> like a better understanding. That might be something that you think is actually acceptable or perspective that you've never considered before. Yeah, I'd rather talk about that type of stuff too because sometimes you don't yeah. get a good view of shit. Like, it's a difference. Like, when you're talking to somebody about kids, like, I might be more willing if, like, the way, like, they have a great relationship with their kids, it seems like, you know, it's it'll it'll be a situation where I feel like I could fit into versus where it's a horrible situation. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. absolutely not. Or also they yeah. could, they could present it from a situation that you never considered before. Like kids, like you, if you presented, would you date somebody with kids and you say you're indifferent, but you put no, that might end it right there. Whereas you find out she got kids. Well, you know, she has kids on the day, but you kind of discuss it more and you can see at least get a little glimpse of what kind of, I guess, setup she has for the kid and like how her world and her space works that might be allow you for like, okay, this might not be as bad as I expected. So maybe it keeps you open to that. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I didn't have situations where, I mean, yeah, I know going for, I mean, initially I'm like, hell no, I don't want nobody with no kids. Uh, but I didn't had a situation where I didn't talk to somebody at a party or wherever we were, and they made it seem like it was all right. Like it, I wouldn't mind it. I don't know. I mean, it didn't work out. He was probably like, drunk actually. though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it was like, all right, maybe I can I can see this. Kids kid sound all right when you really trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love men. I love men. <laughs> Yeah, we, I, we can start up a story mode. So what you say the name was Jamal? <laughs> oh shit, I love that name, man. But uh Jamal nah. Crawford was my favorite player. <laughs> I love that nigga. <laughs> I was just trying to see what y'all thought about the questionnaire, man. Um if God told y'all this is the happiest you would ever be, would uh what would you do? At this moment, right. like he came down and said, at this moment, this is the happiest you will ever be in your life. What's the next move? Hey, I'm coming with you, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> if this is the happiest I'll be, I'm good, man. Hey, let's, let's, let's ride out. <laughs> that was most of the responses. Somebody was like, uh, I say peace be to my earthly body. I'm coming with you, dog. <laughs> is that because they felt like they weren't happy or because they felt like they would be cheated out of different levels of happiness that they want to experience? Yeah, I think that was the most. The thing that keeps us, I think most people going is that they feel like it's another level of happiness they have yet to achieve. Yeah. And experiences mm-hmm. that they, they feel like they're going to get to. If you take away that prompt, like that thought or that uh, hope, we aren't left with a lot. Yeah. Cause like, I would say like right nothing. now, like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy, but there is like that, uh, 
like if you want kids like experiencing the happiness of having kids mm-hmm. seeing your kids grow up seeing them achieve things that would feel like it's missing i don't know if i'd be like yo call me call my number and coach like <laughs> put me take me out the game this is the infamy but yeah but i do understand yeah that that would be you can't take away looking forward to things or or you know aiming for things motivation to do better you take that away it's like uh why am i here not sure i thought that was an interesting question that brought a uh about a a good what's name um i saw uh we talked about thug earlier and i saw that the the judge ordered one of the jurors because they skipped out on one of the the dates and went on a trip uh, I thought it was a work trip too. That was the pettier part. Yeah, they went on a, 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 I think like you said, a work trip. And um, so when they got back, he was about to hold them in contempt of court, but instead they he said that they gonna have to write a a thirty page paper on why jury duty is important. Are you writing that paper? Or are you spending twenty days in jail? Thirty pages. Yeah. No, it was thirty pages. You needed, uh, what was it? 10 sources oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, I just it, it was definitely it was 30 pages a bunch of sources they say like APA format um, they need to speak on the importance of jury duty how jury duty came to become when people of color could become jurors okay. and, and they had and they had to do it in three weeks no uh, g- give me the 20 days. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll take the 20 days. Dog. I'm not writing a 30 page paper. What the fuck I look like? Yeah, you ain't sending me like that. I would do the third. You would do the 30 if they didn't have all the, the stipulations. So, right? No. Oh, hell yeah. No, 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 no. If See, they, that's if, a if game they, changer. No, if they didn't have the stipulations, I'll definitely because I could just be on some bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I could put the font size to 50. <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, listen, nigga, here you go. I'm right just like. <laughs> I'll like, put thug lyrics on that right? bitch, huh? I would just write. I would just write a novel yeah. about a, about a juror. I'll put all the lyrics to Barter Six on there. Man, I just I just write like the synopsis of Your Honor, the first three episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on bullshit. I definitely felt like uh, the stipulations were a game changer. With the stipulations, put me in jail. Without the stipulations, I'm cool. I hate when old like this is nut ass old uh, old head shit, bro. Like, like why am I writing a paper for you, bro? Yeah. But it is what it is, man. Come on. Dog. Uh, what else is happening? Would y'all go on separate honeymoons? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it don't at all. But it was I mean, it's not a honeymoon. That's but would I go somewhere by myself? A hundred percent. Yeah, somebody said that they uh when they got married, they him and his wife went on separate like honeymoons. They both wanted to go to different places and it, it worked out for them. Low key though, that makes sense. That's good. It wouldn't be a terrible idea, but I I felt like the You can't call it a honeymoon though, but Yeah, I feel like yeah, the honeymoon that, that, yeah. is going somewhere with your your wife or your husband. Or yeah, yeah whatever you want to call. I do yeah, think going little... somewhere going somewhere separate and then coming back can have you come back energized. Yeah, traveling alone and to do shit you want to do and traveling with somebody else is different. Unless you go to Thailand, you ain't gonna come back energized. Mm, no, okay. <laughs> you come back drained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's what Cliff. That's what Cliff Kingsbury doing. Yeah, man. Then gonna come back like a prune. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, 
uh, uh, saw that and I was like, yeah, people are doing things a lot differently nowadays, man. It's just crazy. Okay, is that a good thing though? I kind of like that. That people are doing things differently. Yeah, because for so long we just it always seemed like like one thing was supposed to be like one thing is the norm and one thing is acceptable. We every day we get that becomes challenged in different aspects of life, which I think is good. No, that's true. I mean, things, some things are changing for the better, bro. Like I, I hate when I have people try to make it seem like all these things are changing for the worse. Like it's just society is getting worse or softer or whatever they want to say. Like people, men used to build houses and shit like that. They'll say that. And then say in the same breath that men need to open up to each other and, do st- other stuff more and like which one do you want yeah it's traditional uh, is traditional beliefs of red flag for man or woman yes i i think i would agree with to that as well i feel like you should be uh, i don't know because some traditional beliefs and i don't know if i could think of any right now are good would you say some not I know I know definitely not all. I treat it just like I treat people that are overly religious. Anybody that's overly religious, overly religious, I know we won't get along. Mm. Because yeah. I love God and I'm I'm religious myself, but I know that you if you're overly religious, you are judgmental past a point that uh, to a point where I know we not gonna we not gonna click because I don't like I being around with judgy people. And I think mm-hmm. it's a point, a part, a part of that is a lack of open mindedness, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. you feel as if you follow or you will abide by certain, I mean, of course, everybody has principles and morals that they move on. It's some of them that can be general, general, generalized. But if you aren't, you're just going off of let's like you were saying, overly religious, the text or overly traditional, kind of like the certain skill set, and you refuse to be flexible and understanding to other changes then yeah that's definitely bad yeah yeah and I, I feel like that's the traditional shit too it's just like if you so willing to put me in a box where I have to be this man's man and and do all this like yes I'm gonna do some most of the stuff because that's how I was raised like I was you know I take examples from you know my pops and growing up and him teaching me things but that don't make me my pops I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. I grew up and had different experiences and I'm, I think differently. Yes. We have some of the things alike in common rather, but it's just like, I've never been that person where I have to be like this John Henry or this fucking Paul Bunyan ass nigga. That doesn't define me. And I was watching this vice thing. Uh, I think everybody should check out. It was a debate about masculinity uh, and it was pretty good. It was like a panel. They had different people. Okay. I started that. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, that was staged, right? What you mean? Like, I don't think that was real. No, that was, that was, the only reason I said it real. wasn't because <laughs> they, they kicked it off with the guy saying, I'm from the hood. No, that, that Black was man. stupid. And yeah, like it was, it was dumb for him to say, but no, it wasn't staged. It was, it was actually a real conversation. Uh, that shit had me upset. But yeah, Did no, you, I didn't like that part either. Like, I hate when you get the oh, I'm from the hood. Like, he yeah, no, he didn't say it a neighborhood. He just said I'm a black man from the hood. Yeah. No, I was like, get this corny ass nigga out of here. This shit is yeah. not. But he ended up being the most the person that 
I felt like had the best points. Like he wasn't this person that felt like you had to be all manly and uh, macho to be a man. Uh, no, I just thought I thought it was a good conversation. And I actually want to ask y'all, man, what does it feel like? What What does it mean to be a man to y'all? Um, like if you had to sum it up in two sentences, two or three sentences, what would it mean? I don't know if I could do that because I don't think I don't think being a man is. Uh, I don't know if this sounds crazy. Is any different than being a woman? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think some of the things that I would say would just be generally broad for anyone. Like you, you should be. I don't know. Uh, one, you should be someone who could be counted on. So you have to be dependable in some regard. You have to be about your word. Um, I guess in a sense, you would have to be somebody who can be in a way you could, you have to know how to be a protector and a protector doesn't necessarily mean just in a physical sense, but you know how to, you're willing to take a course of action to stand up for someone if necessary. I guess that's how you generally would define being a man. Okay, I guess. Donna, what about you? I, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I, I feel like, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't describe a man. I, I, I would just, if you ask me, I would descri- describe a good person. Yeah, and I feel like that applies to women as well. Like I, I would just put out, you know, characteristics of what I think uh, a good person should be. Yeah, it's and, like when oh, muffle, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was finished. Oh, it's like for me, like for me, it's like <laughs> this is gonna sound funny. Uh, but I feel like every day the goal is just to to be a real nigga. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the way that I break it down is like what when you really think about it, like being a real nigga is really kind of simple. You kind of gotta be dependable, you gotta be about your words, you gotta people got to know they can count on you. You got to be willing to stand up for the people that you care about. If they're in a situation where you can lend a hand, you jump in. It's those type of characteristics that who, I mean, one who doesn't want to have those type of characteristics, but those are kind of generally accepted across the board by all people. Like if you, if you're taking care of your responsibilities, you showing up for the people you say, if you're doing what you say you're going to do, your actions are matching your words. Like that's to me, that's real nigga shit. Okay. And I, this is the second part to this question because I, I understand and respect what you're saying there. Uh, what distinguishable traits are there in being a man versus being a woman? Because we can say like, it's like the politically correct thing to say like, Hey, um, you know, I don't think it's really different than being a woman. It's just minute, like little details that may be different. But I find myself like as I was like writing down these details in this question, I was saying, like, if I'm on a date, I fight the urge to complain about my day. Like, I've been on multiple dates or multiple times, even just hanging with a woman where I won't complain too much about my day because I don't know. It feels weird to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like she don't want to hear no nigga just complaining, (laughs) complaining about a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So therefore, I have in my mind a different 
idea of what it means to be a man. But I, I would, if somebody asked me, I would have the same answer that y'all had, where it's like, it's not too much of a difference. It's just, you know, we were born different or whatever the case may be. It's just might be like small little details. that's different. So, so you feel because you are a man that you can't complain, but say she complained, you think that's fine because that's more of a woman characteristic? Yeah, that sounds kind of crazy. That sounds <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that sounds yeah, fucked I, up. I didn't mean like that. Like, yeah. Okay, it's you feel this because this is kind of how you got to break it down. You don't feel comfortable expressing that, but you feel like a woman is just more comfortable expressing certain things so that she wouldn't maybe naturally express the negative negativities of her day. I wouldn't you, even mm, I wouldn't even flip it to that though. I would mm, just say I'm not I'm not comfortable in just be sitting there complaining. Is it because is it because is it said the first date or just like any date? To me, I, I feel like just in, as a general rule, I don't like complaining about a lot of shit. I don't like, oh, you wouldn't believe what such and such did at the job. Because in, in my mind, and this is a warped view, it's just like no woman want to sit with no man complaining about a whole bunch of shit all of it. I see. See, I get what you're saying. I do understand because I there was a point where I didn't feel like if some shit was going on that I should really just be sharing what the fuck is going on. Because mm-hmm. If you could basically say like everybody got their own shit going on, like you don't want to hear what I'm saying. Like it's I'm just gonna spare you. You 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 angle it to yourself as if you're sparing them the burden of handling whatever problems that they got going on, and then having to sit there and listen to you complain about your shit. Yeah. When you just but in reality is you kind of need that though. Like if you can't successfully navigate any type of relationship where you don't feel like you can express something. And I think that's something that that's something that I had to kind of figure out and navigate, go force myself to go different, take a different approach with is, I mean, if you try to, if you feel like you have to hold something in as opposed to sharing it, that's probably more harmful than it is beneficial. For sure. It's probably going to do more good if you were able to express that type of thing. Cause one, if, I mean, if she don't like it, she don't like it. It's cool. But, you would think that one, it provides a different level of transparency and vulnerability that's maybe would hopefully be appreciated in that moment, but it's hard to force yourself to feel like you can't get some shit off your chest when you feel like you need to get some shit off your chest just for the sake of, I guess I'm a man and I'm just going to spare you the hard, you going through shit, I'm a man, I'm not going to force my problems on you right now. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that like I said, sometimes we we can outwardly say how we want everything to be equal, and myself, this is being this is just talking about myself. Um, how I can say sit here and be like, oh yeah, well I think we're the same and stuff like that, but still hold some of those values internally and still act on those behaviors because of the, 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 those values. Where I feel like yeah. a man is supposed to do this, a man is supposed to do that, and stuff like that. Like, well, they were talking about the paying for the date thing. It's a complicated issue, bro, because everybody mm-hmm. has different values. But mm, I don't think it's that complicated. What do you mean? We we try to make it complicated. It's really not that complicated. When if you really break it down, it's like when you it's complicated when you in the hustle and bustle of dating, but it shouldn't be. 
I mean, no, if you, if you, yeah, if you got somebody that you with, you got a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, whatever, who, who you with, you all have an understanding. Y'all have a, a agreement, oh. a, a quote unquote, like, okay, if I, if we going out, you know, I pay for this and you, you got me back, whatever. But if you in the, like you said, the throes of dating, you like, if the first date, second date, third date, and you third doing date. that with multiple people. It's oh. you paying for them shits. If I go on third by the third date, I would expect uh, yeah, but third date, I expect you to throw some bread out there. That's when it gets complicated because someone would be like, nah. I mean, I feel like that's a good thing. If that I feel like nah. if, if I feel like by the third date, you should probably if if shit is going well, you should cover something and you don't, that could just mean the shit might not work. Mm. Like what we want or what we expect, it's an early indicator of shit might not be aligned. Mm. Hey, you put down that yeah. card. That's what C's talking yeah. about. You yeah. have to put down that card. I'm just I'm saying because I mean, I mean, you want everybody wants some reciprocation, right? If shit is going good, y'all three dates in, you feel like this shit can go somewhere. She feel like this shit can go somewhere. It would feel nice to feel a little bit of reciprocation because that's kind of an indicator of where they are with you and where shit is at. I don't want to say necessarily, but you could see how if she's willing, it's like, okay, this, there's, and then you look at it as she sees as some investment here. Like it, this shit could potentially do something. You just kind of want to feel that reciprocation and you feel like you go a long stretch of time without feeling that in that regard. Yeah, you might, if you feel some type of way, that could just be like, and this might not work. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely think that, that adds into the reciprocation. Like if if I feel like I'm just tricking, <laughs> we every time we go out, I'm yeah. for like crazy shit, and all I'm getting is company. Then I'll be like, all right, what's going on here, bro? <laughs> what did did y'all see the list of uh, things men aren't allowed to do? Mm, I think I seen it when this come out, like recently, uh, a little while this back. Was, this was like earlier this week. There nah. was a shared list of things that uh, men aren't allowed to do. Well, some of the most absurd ones. Yeah. Um, some of them you might say are okay, or you would agree with, but uh, let's see. Some of them are hugging their boys, Uh, (laughs) walking, saying hey to their friends. Hey, wait, did you just say walking? (laughs) It said walk. It said walk. Yeah. Um, It's like the TLC said. Uh, she don't want no nigga on the passenger side. She never heard a car pulling. Um, they got eat, eat. They eat yogurt. Hey, um, I fuck with yogurt. Yeah, I fuck with See, too. go for cocktails with the mandem. Um, this I one I, uh, can't laugh. Too <laughs> much. Can't, can't laugh too much or too loud. Oh, has shit. to be a, oh. has to be has to be a calm chuckle with a deep voice and no more than three highs. <laughs> which I'm not I'm not that upset with. No, I'm upset with that. Um, yeah, you, ain't gonna laugh. you ain't gonna laugh that way. Have <laughs> my jokes like that, man. Can't tie their shoes. Oh, can't be ignored by the waiter or the waitress. <sighs> I hate that. Um, what else? <laughs> Do the electric slide at any event? Oh, come on. Man. Okay, the, the, drink, uh, <laughs> drink strawberry lemonade. Hey, hope. Okay. This, this one was funny. <laughs> eat, eat bread given before your meal. All right, who um, made this list? Like rugged ass nigga, oh, man. Not being able to finish your food and asking for to go box to take home. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hell no, bro. That's <laughs> um, taking naps. Wearing a seatbelt. Um, staying alive. <laughs> Risk your life, nigga. Oh, plan dinner for your own birthday. 
All right, yeah, that's kind of weird, bro. Well, communicate, yeah, I, 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 communicate with your friends via voice note. <laughs> that's, I agree. <laughs> bro, I had this girl that only sent voice notes, dog. It was the weirdest <laughs> shit, dog. I, 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 that's not... I couldn't do that. I feel like I'm a, sending a voice note is inconvenience to me. Bro, she'd be like, good morning, I'm thinking about you. And I'll be, I just had to hit her with a, a, lo- a love reaction. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't both. I ain't sending you no voice I'm like, I'm thinking about you too. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, good morning, sunshine. I love to hear it. And hope you have a great day. Uh, I hit her with a love uh, reaction and then I was like, hey, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good morning. Uh, have good handwriting. Oh my god. They get me out the paint. Lay on your stomach <laughs> on a ring light. One of them is watch Spider-Man. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I'm done on Eat biscuits. They just name and shit now. Biscuits. Carry a power bank. I kind of understand carrying a power bank. I not have a power bank. I know you can't, I, I know a lot of women with power banks. You but What's you can't it's like a the portable charges, like the Mophies. Oh, and they did. They did make a good point. If you if you have like a crossbody and you got the power bank in there, that's fine. You can't have jeans with like your wallet, your AirPods, a power bank, and your wallet. That's nasty. I don't want to see you pull out an extra charger like that at your dental. Hey man, let's let's get rid of the gender lines, man. Let's just all do whatever, man. You see, uh, uh, Fredo Bang crossed the gender lines, man. Uh, what? You didn't hear that story about Fredo Bay? Nah. He, uh, he knocked up them two lesbians. He got two lesbians pregnant? Yeah. They were having they were a married. Story. Yeah, they were having a threesome and he got them both pregnant. <laughs> and then it came out this week because uh, they like influencers. They like famous like married lesbian influencers. And they, I guess they, they were doing this under the cover that they did IVF to have the kids and shit like that but it came out that the baby daddy was Fredo Bang so first of all that's hilarious within itself second of all uh, after the the story got out he posted a he posted an IG story of him taking a picture of the mirror playing Girls Want Girls by Dre oh my god hey man salute Fredo man yeah they was alright too hey I wonder if he did it in one uh in one sitting. session, yeah. Mm. This really ain't no. This ain't, this, is this a salute? Uh, or is this stupidity? I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Did you see the chicks? Yeah, but you don't never want to. If you if you trying to just pop off with the threesome and you get them both pregnant, you fucking up. That's efficient. You're not trying to have kids with them. I'm sorry. That would be a terrible way for me for anybody. I think to have kids. And it sounds like they got a they got a lasting relationship because somebody commented and was like, "Can I be your your y'all husband?" And they were like, "No, we already got one, and we have a great relationship with him." So it sounds like he's in a relationship with them. He's a dude. Oh, see, I was hoping he wasn't in the relationship with them. No, I know that sounds kind of messed up, but if they're married, do I really need to be involved? He's just a dildo sometimes. Not matter. Oh, oh, so is he? He's not going to take care of the kids though. No, he is. He has pictures of them and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That sucks, man. Yeah, that's that's not a. That's not. I can't salute that. I can't salute that. That's a, I mean, you got to no, take care of your kids, but I can't really. You you get them pregnant in that. If one of y'all did some shit like that, I'd be like, hey, man. 
<laughs> don't hey, don't. He was wilding, but hey. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's you got to be real. You got to be real with your man. If he said he got a threesome and he got both the women pregnant, <laughs> you got to be, like, hey, bro, you were stupid. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Mm, I don't know, man. It depending on how I'm feeling that day, I might I might have to hit him with the the OG salute. Mm. <laughs> Where I actually put palm to palm to forehead. We got we got to we got to bring that back. Yeah. No, we don't. I don't know what we were talking about, but yeah, salute niggas in public is crazy. But we got to bring that back. We got to bring back salutes. Uh, 50, 50 said he's returning to music. Can he actually drop a quality project at this point? Yeah, will I listen to it? Probably not. But I think he could drop a a pretty good project. Yeah, that BMF uh, theme song is actually kind of hype, bro. Damn, I haven't heard it. You haven't watched BMF before? No, I still haven't uh, tuned in. Oh shit! I know the second season started, right? Yeah. Just recently. Yeah, yeah. I got I got to tune into it. But I was I asked that oh, see, do you think he could make a decent project? He, um, decent for him, yeah. I mean, we we see how the older acts get received, so it'll probably be decent music, but I don't think it'll be get notoriety. But I, mm-hmm. I was asking that to ask uh, what artist that's been out of music for long, as long as uh, fifty. Was would your like ears perk up if you find out that it was getting back? <laughs> well, how long has he technically been out? His last project that mattered was what 2000. So we're going off of projects or just like just I would say well? project, yeah, because he still does some features every now and then. His last so song that mattered was that Chris Brown song. I'm Chris the man. Brown song? Nah, he had that one. Um, that intro sound to, to Raising Canaan was. Uh, uh, yeah, that was I. Right. That was actually I. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, like, what he's trying to make music. Those he's just trying to make the because even the BMF one is pretty decent. But like, what he was trying to make music, I think, was the Chris Brown one. He was on a pop smokes. He was. Uh, yeah, last out studio album 2014. That's a that's a and I don't want to know ass time. time. I mean, I'm sure he could he could do some shit, but again, he hasn't been out, so it's just whoever is still a fan gonna fuck with it. Mm. I can't think of some. I mean, because I don't want to use the Andre 3000. I feel like that's a cheat code. Yeah. Uh, if Nelly said he was dropping some shit, I'm not interested. I'm being honest. Uh, what? I'm not. I'm. Because I, I know what type of time he on. He on this country <laughs> bullshit. I ain't got time for, for his style. No. Maybe. 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 Actually, you know what? This is something I do want to be better on. I want to be better at being open-minded to older acts putting out music. Luda. So, uh, stop playing with it. <laughs> you wouldn't be interested in Luda? I was disinterested in Luda when he was still kind of rapping. Once Luda cut his hair, I was like, all right, what the fuck this nigga do? Um, I might give Ja Rule some. Ja Rule shit might be all right. I might give, I would give, I would try to give Nelly a chance as well. Yeah, I feel like that last shit, that was the last shit Nelly had with Just a Dream on that shit. Okay, let's not go that way. What, what song was that? Just a dream. Oh, about damn, no. about he, no, what it's gonna no. be. <laughs> Holding my eyes, it was only just a dream. <laughs> that's really hard, bro. Some, if sorry. he drops some shit like that, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
I can't. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that who I would really want to. Rappers is hard. Yeah. Because if you're not consistent, if you're not like really jumping in and staying consistent and infusing some of the new sound into your shit. Okay, see, this is where I think you don't have to include the new sound. You just have to make good. It's like the Nas shit. Like, you don't really have to have the new sound. You still have to rap at a decent level. Yeah, I also don't want shit that sounds dated because some shit just... It just doesn't sound the same because we're in a new time. Like, I don't know if Ja Rule doing the ex- the same sound that got him popular today would feel the same as it felt when he did it. Oh, this is a perfect example. Joel's is about to drop an album. Are we excited for that? No. I'm not. Damn. I haven't... But it's like we haven't had anything to be excited about Joel's for uh, for a really long time. So it's not absurd to not be excited. I'll listen to it. I'm not excited, though. I'm not, like, waiting for it. It's not getting me hype. Okay. But I'll check it out. Damn, that's crazy. I can't think of nobody. <clears throat> uh, that, I think the last thing I want to talk about kind of uh, was the Dana White situation. Yeah, I feel like Dana White is getting off too easy. Uh, so Dana White, the video dropped of him fighting with his wife. Yes. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't introduce that. And, so and so nothing has happened. There's been no other than public <laughs> outcry. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if you've seen the interview with him. They He had a press conference and people were saying like, what is the like, what's the punishment going to be for you? Um, and he was like, I guess the way that people view me, there will be no like other punishment. I, I, now I have to wear this me slapping my wife in the club. Now, granted, she slapped him first. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a granted in that. So you feel like it was warranted for him to slap her back? No. I think I he's saying that no, no matter what, he should yeah. have slapped him. Yeah. Slapped oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this happened, and it seems like the outcry hasn't been there. Or do y'all feel like the outcry is appropriate for what has happened? I think this is this is interesting that they asked him what his punishment should be. I mean, who else are they going to ask? He's yeah. the, the head of the company. I, th- I think, and, and I think when that happens, is that's when it gets a little tricky. Because if he's the owner, if he's this is his, I don't know what anyone could really do. It's just, yeah, he he was right. It's the public. No, he's, I don't. I don't. I think this is this is the first example where we see someone with power get into this type of situation. When it's an athlete, when it's a, a, a entertainer, they already have somebody to directly hold them accountable for their actions, who they represent. With Dana White, he owns the company, so he doesn't have to report to a CEO or a president who has who can say, "Now nah, we're going to suspend you." It's up to him. Which, of course, he's not going to do that because he's—I mean—he runs the company; he's going to get paid regardless. This would then turn and fall on to the networks, the Foxes, the 
ESPNs, the people who have mm-hmm. the partnerships with him, they would have to hold him accountable. It's different when, yeah. I guess the, the difference is the seat he's in. The people who need to be holding him accountable are also benefiting greatly from him, and it would be a bigger hit if they did. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like the people at these networks are holding him accountable? Not at all. I mean, it's barely discussed. Um, so no, they're not. He's he's not being held accountable for it. But this is a clear difference of how you're treated when you are fully in power versus when you are believed to have power. And do you feel like this difference is because of the the situation? Like they're putting nuance into the situation where it was a it was like kind of an altercation between the two of them. Or do you feel like it's because strictly because of the power? Strictly because of the power. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You can't you can't, like I said, you can't knock somebody off when there's no one to hold to actually hold him accountable from the day-to-day operations perspective. You can keep a basketball player off the court if they get a DUI. If he gets a DUI, why there's no one to keep him from going to work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why people are upset especially with ESPN because it seemed like Stephen A kind of swept it under the rug and then you see people like I know Molly it was a situation that happened previously that she was up in arms about but this one she kind of just swept it under she was just like oh well like uh, it was an altercation and that's that's that and that's just like mm, if it was on the other mm. foot how would you be talking about this but and I I, again that's a I mean, they can, yeah, they can influence the networks have a partnership. They benefit from the image that he will have. They potentially wouldn't want to feed into the negativity of it. Yeah. Like if an NBA player smacked their wife in the club, it'll be all hell would break loose on them. Yeah. No, you're done. You're done. I I really want to know how much money the UFC brings ESPN. I know that's just got to be insane. Yeah. I mean, because to eat, to boycott UFC, they would have to people would have to boycott the ESPN and it's mm-hmm. enough people who aren't, I feel like it's enough people who aren't watching ESPN, watching UFC who still watch ESPN where they would still be fine. Okay. Uh, this quick answer before we get into uh, the two things that came out this week. Um, who had the biggest impact on men's fashion and hip hop? Is it for real? <clears throat> I think it's hard to pinpoint. Who who would your top three be? Jay Z's got to be in there. No. On hey, men's bro. fashion and hip hop, bro. No. He had niggas no. wearing. He had that's true. This is very true. No. and I hated that era. I hated that nigga for that. But I had a wrinkly ass button up. Niggas <laughs> had wrinkly ass button ups because of that nigga. That is he true. He had an influence. I was wearing Argyle sweater. Uh, yeah, vest but that's to the not, club. I don't think that's like. An, an actual impact, though. Come on. Like that was a little window. Kanye. Um, I guess yeah, you could say Kanye. Yeah. Um, I would say Kanye Pharrell and shit. I'm trying to think of the last one. Cam, put Cameron in there, bro. Mm. What what styles would you attribute to him? I feel like the. Ah, damn. I, okay, I, I think Wayne about, might might be the, no, yeah, the last yeah. one. But but it's like Wayne got his shit from Dipset. Yeah, that's I true. I feel like Dipset had a really big impact 
and I don't know if I don't want to say they started like the jersey. I feel like jerseys was in before them, but they just had a unique style, like the the rock star shit, the wallet chain. Right, you might that. have a point. Yeah, yeah, you got a point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of would you. So would you include wallet? Uh, no. Yeah, I feel like there's somebody from the blog era who needs to be represented. Blog era was a huge part of the fashion sense. No, I just I don't know who, who I just don't know who you would. I did see someone on the internet. They were saying cool kids, which I don't think they had a high maybe not profile. to the maybe not to the masses, but I think they but that was blog era and there was a lot of that blog era yeah. across the board. Like I was tempted to say Wallet. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a melting pot of that blog era because I would say who influenced me more was Big Sean. Like I seen the shit that Big Sean was wearing, and I was like, yeah, I like that boy. I feel like Big, big Sean had a big thing with snapbacks. I feel like snapbacks was really Sean's shit. What about Breezy? Oh, no. Breezy. No. Uh, you don't think no. Breezy inspired some shit? Yeah, and no. the snapbacks too. No, he, he, he snapbacks didn't. and tattoos. Not before Big Sean. <laughs> Nasty time. Nasty time. No, that wouldn't be. Step back to tattoo. Yeah. I don't know, but it's something to think about. Uh, we we grinding our time, so let's let's touch on these two albums real quick. Uh, we have uh, Real Boston Richie um, dropped the second part to. Um, public housing. I'm not gonna lie. I might be Ray Charles to the snitching shit, bro. That nigga cold. He is. <laughs> that shit was good. <laughs> he, he is nice, man. Every time we rap, I don't be knowing if it's the hook or if it's him just rapping. <laughs> and then it comes back around. I'm like, damn, that was the hook? Nigga was killing that shit. Yeah. It was it was cold. I messed with it. Yeah, the first like five or six tracks, I was like, God damn, all this shit's good. Uh, but yeah, no, nothing really stood out too crazy, but crazy first time IDK, like I said, the first couple tracks was like the the highlights of this shit. Uh it's gonna be worth watching what's happening with this the snitch these snitching allegations as well. Cause he's not on a tour anymore. They said it's because he wants to focus on music, but that's kind of weird that you wouldn't just get your money. Um and you release an album right now, so it's not like you're working on an album. Uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what's going on with this. Uh, I feel like he can get past it. Hopefully, I like I said, I ain't I don't care about that shit, man. <laughs> Again, it just it really depends on where you're from. Yeah. Uh, and the second album was oh, what else dropped? It was another one that I'm tweaking on. You weren't talking about party next door. It was an actual album? Yeah, it was an actual album. We can talk about Party Next Door. Uh, what y'all think uh, about that Party Next Door shit? It was it was cool to me. Like, no. I think on first listen, I was kind of like, eh. But I listened to it again. I was like, all right. You know, this it, it's a solid party song. What's the song called? Before we... Old Friends? Yeah. Oh, her Old Friends. Yeah, that's what it is. Her yeah. Old Friends. Uh, um, hey, Party be talking my life, bro. That's why I love Party, dog. <laughs> you be singing my life in, in real form. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, that's a bad thing for me. A good thing for him. <laughs> yeah, see? That's a good thing for him. <laughs> <laughs> you making money off my life. <laughs> but I, I, I thought it was all right. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, what's the other album you were talking about? Baby Tron? 
Oh, that did come out, and I didn't listen to it yet though, because I'm gonna do his whole discography before I get into his new shit. No, he got some shit on here. He be saying he be saying some shit. He be getting off some 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 shit that I kind of fuck with. Yeah, really. He said he said when he on one song he said I was young as hell with the ups. I felt like Seventh Woods, and I ran that back. <laughs> Bro, the Detroit niggas be saying whatever, bro. Damn, that was hard to me. I was like, nah, never seventh woods. Yeah. You uh, remember the mixtape? It was seventh grade dunking. Yeah, man. Uh, the album that I was talking about was 21 Little Harold. Oh. Yeah, it's a nigga, uh, 21 Savage Homeboy. I thought it was his brother. It might have been his brother. Is it his brother? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. That's a that's a hilarious name. <laughs> 21 little hero. <laughs> yeah. That, that honestly made me wonder. So I was like, in, in the set, did they just call 21 set like did they just call him Savage? Hey yo, Sav. Because yeah. hey, if he's just a little hero, and then you gotta throw the 21 because you 20 this. I don't know. I was like, that shit kind of crazy. Yeah. 21 little hero. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all right, man. I ended up doing the discography for him, man. Him and uh G Herbo got a connection, bro. They like, I don't know what it is, but when them two on a the song, they go crazy. Damn. I don't know when that happens. Yeah. But Herbo got uh, a verse on that song. Damn, he went nuts on that shit. So I would check it out. Twenty one got a verse on here too. That's pretty solid. Uh, called "Ain't on None." So um, this is random. Speaking about bringing back shame, we the internet brought back shame for Meek Mill. <laughs> that nigga, bro. I want to like Meek Mill so much, but I just can't, bro. <laughs> what do he do? So Lori Harvey. And Idris, no, Dan some Idris. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he posted a pic, and the women were congratulating them, and everybody was saying, "Damn, Meek, the only, Meek dropped her name in a song, and she's been dating everybody since." And he must have tweeted something like, "What? She's she a slot? Yeah, she fucking everybody." Damn. And didn't say her by name though. He just you know cryptic. He, he used the slide emoji mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. So everybody was kind of going in on him for that. Just corny, man. Funny. His antics on social media is corny. Yeah. No, well, then he put out a tweet that said, Damson, my friend. Damson, my real friend. The Shade Room posted and made it as if I'm coming at him and his lady. The fuck? These sites ruined many friendships and families. Saying all that negativity, you become that. I stay away from people that live in those comments. They secretly be miserable. Wait, what? <laughs> But did he make the comment or not? <laughs> he did. <laughs> and like niggas created some shit. Oh no, he said y'all let that gal fuck anybody with the slide emoji. Damn. Like who else you talking about, bro? You're not just tweeting yeah. this because we know somebody in your personal life. Uh yeah, that's unfortunate. And it's, it's even messed up. Even if he was talk talking about somebody in his personal life, you still can't tweet it. Yeah. Because people know how to link it and shit like that. You, but, you also can't come back and say Damson my real. Uh, maybe he needs. Maybe if they are real friends, he ain't mean that. I refuse to believe Damson is McNeil's real friend. <laughs> I, Damson, I refuse. Damson my real friend. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Damson, where'd you find this? Uh, what's the name? Um, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to y'all about that Lakeith Stanfield day. Did y'all see that shit? I, uh, you talking about with like his baby moms and yeah, stuff? Yeah, man. I don't know if she went around about that the right way, dog. What do you mean? She, uh, she just aired him out, right? Yeah, about. she aired him out. I guess he never. Uh, he doesn't spend a lot of time with the the baby or whatever. 
So he put that She put that shit on IG Not saying that I mean you shouldn't Hold people accountable Or whatever But I don't I don't ever think That's the best Method <laughs> Like embarrassing somebody I don't think that's gonna be like, oh, Okay maybe I need to Spend more time with you After you You know did that Is that because we always View it as we believe That was our first method Yeah probably so Yeah 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 I don't know I I got those vibes from him early, so I was like, I don't know if you need to be. I don't know, man. I'm just talking at this point, but uh, man, let's get into shout outs, man. Uh, don't know what you got. Shit, man. I'm. It's just. It's gonna sound wild, but I'm gonna shout out that dude, uh, George Santos, man. Why are you shouting him? Uh, listen. Uh, Congress dude that lied about lied on his resume, bro. He's been lying about everything, bro. <laughs> but for some reason, it's like I gotta respect that for him to lie about everything that he did and make it that far just shows how ridiculous this whole political shit is. When no one is following up on anything to the point where he he made it to Congress just because nobody else wanted to do yeah. it. I, I can't be mad at that. That's some finesse shit. I I, I kind of saluted. He got removed, but hey, listen, I, I applaud the effort. Can't be mad at that. Yeah. That's that's shit he was lying about girl. was nuts. Talking about he was a, a championship striker on a volleyball team. Hey, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> He was saying, didn't he say like he was he was gay, but he he had a wife like two years ago for like yeah, ten bro, years. <laughs> so much. He said he was Jewish, and then came back and was like, "No, I just meant I was Jewish." Like, <laughs> what what are you talking about right now, bro? <laughs> you gotta respect that, man. Yeah, hey, I respect man. That, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, yeah, fuck that nigga, bro. Uh, any more for you? <laughs> no, that's it. All right, uh, see what you got. Um, first, I'm gonna shout out uh, Fisk University. Apparently, they have their the first HBCU gymnastics team. Um, that's now competing D1. Hey, uh, so yeah, they were able to get some recruits there. They're on the scene now. So I'm gonna shout out to them for doing that. Uh, and then shout out to Young Dro. Oh man, you stole mine. Ah, fuck. He said he was uh 17, 18 months sober from everything. So. I feel Damn. like we I feel like we shout out, you know, some of the nonsense or we we speak on that, but you know, it's good to shout out when you see niggas turn their lives around, especially older niggas, you know, who has been caught up in some shit or seen some shit. So shout out to them. Yeah, man. Shout I saw that Joe. interview and I was like, damn, man, Joe seemed like a completely different person now, bro. And that it's dope though to see. And really? it kind of felt weird because it was like it was a Vlad interview. And I usually don't click on Vlad interviews. Because it's just nasty, but I did see that the the line was like Young Joe cleaned for seventeen months, so it's kind of one of those things. Like if you're going to engage with the fuckery, like if something seems like it's going to be positive, you got to kind of give it a chance. So I'm glad that I'm just glad to see and hear that. So I had to shout him out for that. Yeah, salute. Yeah, he said that the I guess his daughter had gotten to drugs and it kind of showed and put like a mirror up and like yeah, damn. I kind of set a bad example and shit like that. So, uh, you know, it's always, I like that. Yeah, it's always a. Sometimes you need that wake up call. Like, shit, it's time for me to clean up what I need to do. Um, I got a few, man. Uh, a couple little quick stories that I want to throw out. When uh, Dirk and Future collab album coming out. So shout out to that. Uh, 
Naomi Osaka is pregnant. Shout out to her. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, man. I'm hoping that she has a safe and beautiful pregnancy. I, I don't want to see that nigga win. This upset me. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't hate on Cordae. Fam, when he, no, I'd I never forget when he said, my wife a queen, y'all marrying hoes. <laughs> yeah, I never forgot weird. that. I never wanted him to see success after that. Because that was unnecessary. Yeah, that, that was wrong, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. We trying out here, brother. <laughs> we try not to get them. <laughs> hey, some people want them, man. Some people are not mad at that shit, bro. So yeah. it is what it is. Uh shout out to Colin Dinehurst. Uh some of y'all may know him as the little little Terrio kid that was in Popeyes. Um well he's all grown up now. He okay. has a, he won the little Terry. The Popeyes, Popeyes meme. The yeah, the Popeyes Terrio. meme. They was calling him Little Terrio and Popeyes, bro. <laughs> but uh he I guess he's in college now and uh Popeyes threw him an NIL deal. So shout out to that. I thought that was cool. Uh, shout out to the pink sauce lady. Her shit is now in Walmart. Uh, what? we was hating at first, but hey, she, she made it. <laughs> she got her shit approved. It's That's in Walmart disgusting. now. I've never, oh I, I, I saw her post it, but I've never seen anybody describe it. Yeah, I wonder what it tastes like. We might check it out. I think it's only in certain states though. So I think it's uh, Southern California for sure. And it was a couple other ones. So we might have to check it out. You gotta try it first. No, nah, I will not be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, episode two hundred. We all get the pink sauce. We all pink sauce. Y'all got it. I'm allergic. <laughs> um, and the last one is not a shout out, but uh, I just wanted to make people aware. I don't know if people have watched the Keenan Anderson video, um, but it was the man that was killed by the police after flagging flagging him down. I know people are tired of watching those videos and stuff like that because I'm tired of myself, but. I feel like we are doing a disservice to our people by ignoring it. Mm. And that was egregious, bro. Like he just waved down the police and they ended up tasing him to death for nothing. So, uh, I mean, you don't have to watch a video if that's triggered you or whatever. Um, but at least be familiar with the story. Um, Mm -hmm. because that can't keep happening. That shit really fucked me up. No, a, te- a teacher. I don't know what state, but I know he's a teacher. So uh definitely familiarize yourself with that story, man. Um so yeah, man. Anything else to say before we get up out of here? Mm, I don't know. We almost I guess we we're we're making good progress with with the uh, January, how everybody feeling with the January progress. I ain't gonna lie, I feel amazing, bro. These last two weeks worked out uh six days a week rest day on sundays mental been great uh work has been solid man i can't even complain bro like i said uh sometimes you just need a fresh start bro so hopefully i can continue this shit yeah i'm I'm doing high man this is this past week i only ate out well this the five days i only ate out once so damn hey slowly yeah, what did you have like did you order extra so you had like two meals for how to eat order one so you just uh, <laughs> did you, I'm trying to see if he if he finessed the system what a big ass meal my week no man I was actually I was actually putting my groceries to use this week so I'm, I'm gonna keep uh, you know staying with it Oh, man, I can't believe I'm, this also happened yesterday. Where I put in that Instacart order and the lady lied, said she got me 60 eggs. 
What? I put I put in the Instacart, right? I I was like, yo, because I don't like having to go to the store for eggs. I just run out of eggs. I was like, just give me a 24 pack. It's whatever. She I I get the receipt like via email and it said um swapped out. And she swapped out six twenty-four for sixty. I saw it, I yelled. I, I audibly yelled. I said, What? I was shocked. By that time it was just like at my door. So I went and got it and I opened it. It was 24 eggs in there. But oh, the hell. difference between the 24 was like 563. The 24, the 60 eggs was six was $23. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck yeah, is wrong with you? No. Fam, I must have went into the app so fast and put that complaint in. Yeah, you gotta get the wins with the L's, bro. They gave me some credit and then uh, I changed her tip, so I decreased her tip for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that I almost felt bad about it until I didn't. No, uh, no I had to do that the other day too. Some lady brought me five frozen pieces, bro. I didn't even order frozen pieces, dog. I was like, when the fuck did you get this? I'm not even being grimy. I'm just, I'm doing what I got to do. Yeah, I respect that. You ain't finna finesse me. Hell no. But nah, yeah, we gonna have to talk about this later. You was was right though. You said you got to take the the L sometimes with the the wins. Because like you said, like shit decent right now, but... You know, life be different when you start getting the disruptions. And yeah, sometimes you be in a good space so long that you, you kind of have to pre preset your mind to how you gonna navigate the disruptions once they come. So that's a conversation for a later day. I think that's resourceful. Yeah. All right. Well, we we'll leave it there, man. We appreciate everybody for listening, man. Episode one ninety two. Two months to the two hundred, bro. So we getting ready. Um, definitely give us your ideas man i know we always wait till last minute to come up with idea but we probably need to come up with one beforehand it's 200 man that's crazy so yeah uh yeah man we appreciate y'all man we hope y'all have a great week man and uh long little boss man like always yes sir